Welcome to and Almost Starring, the show where each week we take a film and break down the casting, including who almost starred. I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Joe Jackson. And unlike Diana Prince, I cannot lift a tank or break a rifle against my back. But like Diana Prince, I too appreciate a vanilla ice cream. We're looking at Wonder Woman. For better or for worse, out there is a universe where it may seem bizarre, but they were almost starring. Amy Joe, how you doing today? I'm all right. Jeffrey, how art thou? Oh, I art good as well. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Wonder Woman is an action-adventure superhero film that came out on June 2nd, 2017, and was directed by Patty Jenkins and written by Alan Heinberg. We are clearly doing this film because its sequel, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, will have come out by the time this episode drops. We are recording this pre, so we're recording from the distant past. Distant, so distant you might say it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> yes, we are recording this on Christmas Eve. Oh, Peek oh, oh. behind the curtain. Um, so this feels even more like a Christmas episode than our Die Hard episode. So I'm like, is a Wonder Woman a Christmas episode? Or a Christmas movie, that is? Uh, it's not, but uh, it feels like it is. There's snow, so that's all you need. You that's need, all you If you've got snow in your movie, it is a Christmas movie, people. Snow and people talking Flemish. Those are the two rules. <laughs> <laughs> we know those are the two rules. <laughs> I'm just imagining all the executives on, you know, Christmas Carol and uh, Miracle on 34th Street. You're like, where's the Flemish? We gotta, ha- I need my Flemish. Everyone knows Belgium is the land of Xmas. <laughs> People, it's a fact. Uh, so, Amy Jo, what is your experience with Wonder Woman and had you seen it before? I had no experience with the comics other than knowing, hey, they exist. And uh, I had seen it before. I saw this in theaters in Little Rock, Arkansas, when I was there doing a regional gig. I, in fact, right now have my water (laughs) in my gigantic Wonder Woman uh, cup that I... You got at the movie theater. I got at the movie theater along with a bucket of Wonder Woman popcorn bucket type thing. A Wonder Woman-themed popcorn? The popcorn itself was... uh... Uh, now that you mentioned it, no, the theme was butter, uh, in the but, popcorn but, but, itself. But like her magical lasso, your popcorn glowed an unearthly yellow with that, uh, movie butter. That's right, that's right. <laughs> with that plastic that's butter right. that they and glop on. I loved it, every <laughs> bit of it. Um, but that I left, uh, in my Arkansas housing, because I was like, that's I do not bucket. need this big bucket, but I brought this gigantic Wonder Woman cup. It's a great, cup. giant Wonder Woman cup. Yes, and that's how you know you're properly hydrated. Take two Wonder Womans and... <laughs> Call, Call me, me in the morning. morning. <laughs> uh, I also, I've only seen this the one time before. I saw it in theaters uh, and I really enjoyed it. I just have uh, never revisited it. So I was happy to do so for Dish. Hard scene. Uh, yeah. So this this film was has been in development forever. I mean, because they've been trying to make a Wonder Woman right. movie. Same with like, I think with Iron Man, we were talking about that they tried to make an Iron Man movie in the 90s before they were like, okay, well now we're going to just do a big Marvel Cinematic Universe. And similar to this. I mean, uh, which you've not seen, Amy Joe, but Wonder Woman actually, or Gal Gadot debuted as Wonder Woman in Batman versus Superman, where she's got about five minutes of screen time. It's easily the best five minutes in the movie. Whenever she's not on screen, you're asking, where's Wonder Woman? <laughs> but you're like, you don't know she's Wonder Woman till the very end when she finally comes in at Wonder Woman to help save Batman and Superman. And you're like, this is what we wanted. We just want her being super badass. So why don't we just make a movie that's just Well, that? they knew they were going to, but that was like the tease is like, you'll definitely want to see Wonder Woman, kids. And now that you've seen her in this movie. Being so good at exactly. being Wonder Woman. And being the Wonder Woman. Um, exactly. Which, uh, yeah, it's uh, she pretty much rules. But yeah, this has been development since 1996. Originally, Ivan Reitman of Ghostbusters and a 
you know, billion other things, kindergarten cop and whatnot. Uh, he was hired to write and direct it. Then in 2001, they approached uh, Todd Alcott, who I looked up his IMDb, and I mainly know him as the screenwriter to the movie Ants, the Woody mm. Allen, mm. Sylvester Stallone. Definitely saw Stallone. it in theaters. Saw Same. it multiple times. Wow, multiple I used it, look, times. In 10th grade, we had to give, uh, we all got like assigned different aspects of team building or something that we had mm-hmm. to do in our English class, and mine was on group synergy. And I used them as the ants all forming like the the wrecking the tower, ball the, rec- and wrecking, the ball. wrecking ball say, and then I when say. it fell apart you know i was like this is an example okay. of synergy versus whatever non-synergistic i, stuff I wish is. you saw this paper for me to read this paper oh on, it was a, no no it was oh, a no. presentation oh, presentation complete oh, with a screening of this scene oh with a script complete with a screening of the entire film i remember nothing else about what anyone else had to do but i do remember <laughs> using ants for ants, my uh, with a Z, synergy because you know it's cool it's like kids bop ants Ants, kids, bop. <laughs> ants, bop is just all these, ants, bop. <laughs> all these, this music you That's love mole, as recorded ants. by teeny tiny ants. We're just like you have to really crank the volume because it's just sound. The sound is so, so small. Sad. It's so small. No, ants, bop really does sound like my childhood because I grew up in Texas where every ant is a fire ant. Like it took years before hmm. I realized like not all ants were out to Some ants kill are me. Okay, well, I didn't know. <laughs> Oh, I did. I it really shook me to my core when sure. I realized that I'd just been growing up. With oh, I, I evil accidentally po- posed for a picture, not realizing I was standing in a little fire ant mound, and then I was just like, "Everything is awful." So I'm sorry, but I need to start <laughs> swearing wildly and dancing away from this picture <laughs> where you're trying to take a picture of me. I think it was. Uh, I think it was with like a girlfriend at the time, and it's like her mom was taking a picture oh, of us. So no. I was like, I'm so sorry that I just like swore a blue streak in front of you. Uh, She's like, "It's fine. You're covered in." Fire ant bites. Ah, youth. Ah, youth. Joss Whedon was at one point supposed to direct, and then uh, Michelle McLaren, who's directed a ton of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Mm. And then uh, Catherine Bigelow was going to direct at one point. Wow. Catherine Hardwick of the first Twilight movie. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn of Drive. Angelina Jolie was supposed to direct. Uh, Mimi Leader of Deep Impact, and who just did that, uh, the RBG movie on the basis of sex. Uh, Karen Kusama did Girl Fight and The Imitation, which rules. Uh, and then and Julie Taymor. All of these can people you were attached to direct. Julie Taymor. I can Wonder imagine Woman. the first half hour. I can imagine the Julie Taymor, like sure. this bread and puppet theater version of Themyscira of, uh, of yeah. all these awesome Amazons and like. You'd ha- I'm, I'm imagining them just riding giant horse puppets. <laughs> um. Well, my favorite, so my favorite Julie Taymor cinematic moment mm-hmm. is when Alan Cumming. Eats oh, the, the J- in the JTCU in the Julie Taymor in the uh, JTCU, cinematic universe. JTCU is Alan Cumming death by giant spoon in Titus oh, Andronicus. It's great. I mean, that whole sequence is bananas. If you've not <laughs> seen great. Titus, I mean, legit, I think it's a legit great movie. And um, you're probably not going to see a stage production of Titus Andronicus quite as. You're good. certainly. I, I've seen I, several, and none of them are good. So I thought you were going to say you're never going to see another film adaptation of titus because well, no, no, no. that's <laughs> true that's probably true right, but you've got anthony hopkins fully dressed like a teeny tiny chef he's got the full chef's hat uh and yeah it's yeah if you don't know the shakespeare play it's just he's like feeding jessica lang like here are your two sons i baked them in a pie and everyone just murders each other in about five seconds he's like i'm gonna stab you and then he's gonna stab me and then someone's gonna choke alan coming with a spoon uh it's it's like bananas. high melodrama camp oh yeah gore it yeah. is delightful so imagining that in wonder Woman. yeah yeah I, curious curious i'd much rather imagine that than you know suddenly uh i don't know uh got aries the god of war is uh doing a cover of i'm the warris or whatever nonsense just thinking of across the universe yikes yikes indeed uh but none of those people wrote and directed it wound up being patty jenkins which rules because it was like i think her second film after monster which is such a good film yeah and the fact you know 
was posted to direct other things and like think things fell through things didn't happen but uh yeah i i think she does a really good job so spoilers ahead if you have not seen wonder woman or haven't seen it in a while here's a brief ish synopsis the daughter of queen hippolyta diana is raised on the hidden island of themiscira home to the amazons women warriors created by the olympian gods to protect mankind uh, and this was all shot in southern italy off the amalfi Ooh. coast because you Cho specifically asked like where are they shooting this because it looks it look looks tremendous. a dream. Well, looks and a dream. then when you get a few sentences ahead, I'm sure you'll when when Chris Pine arrives and you find out that he's like flown from the Ottoman Empire, being like right, modern day right. Turkey. I was like, okay, so did they film this in, in Greece? Like in Greece, because yeah. that's pretty nearby. But it all has. I was like, it's definitely Mediterranean and stunning. Also, so he he flies his plane. He like crashes his plane into this like because they've got like a little foggy force field around mm-hmm. so people just can't see it. it doesn't stop you from g- getting, getting in, in but you just can't see but he's flying and he's chased by boats how how do all these boats catch up to an airplane now, how slow look, is this airplane or alternate question how fast are these boats <laughs> i have quite a few questions <laughs> that uh, none uh, n- n- they, i have quite a few questions about things overall i don't i was care. hoping that you'd have quite a few answers but uh <laughs> oh my answer is fast boats and comic books. fast boats slow planes comic books <laughs> Great. Uh, so Hippolyta, Queen Hippolyta, explains their history to Diana, including how Ares became jealous of humanity and orchestrated its destruction before being cast out by Zeus. For all the stories she tells, she doesn't tell her an awful lot of important information. This is true. Well, she yeah, she later said, they're like, don't you want to tell Diana about who she is? Mystery, mystery uh, foreshadowing. And she's like, no, because like the sooner, the more she knows. The like, sooner the, he'll find yeah, her. Yeah, the sooner he'll find her, which is kind of all they give you in terms of like, you don't want to prepare her a little more for all this? Or? Well, it's also just, like, her, the way that she's been navigating the world. Like, yeah. you know, just, like, it's Aries. I know it is Aries. And and it being like, well, also, there are just bad people in the world. Like, that's just, but. But then also, it's also Aries. But then, I know, I know. I, I remember after we saw it, we were all, like, there were a couple things where, that we were, like, I kind of wish it had been, you know, more it's just in the that world. people are bad. Well, then I like that he's, you know, it is that he's like, I'm not making them do this. I give them like I'm just ideas them, for weapons, yeah. but it's up to them. It's still, it's still in it their hearts. It did make it to... seem more like ingrained in how we know humanity actually. I, I works. liked it better watching it the second. Time I did too. I, I will say it didn't twist, strike though, me as like being an Aries. Oh, come on, right, like the right, first. Right. Time. Yeah, because the whole the whole movie, she's like to the war, like to Aries, and uh, Steve is like, uh huh, sure, but you know, there's not actually a big you know god of war trying to do anything here you're gonna stab with a sword and suddenly poof poof you're done uh hippolyta reluctantly agrees to let her sister general antiope train diana as a warrior uh later in 1918 diana now a young woman rescues okay wait hold on i will say up until the point you have now described Mm -hmm. i could watch that section it's great 200 times in a row and cry every time it's hard because it is like the movie is it's like two and a half hours and you kind of need it because it is kind of like this one first mini movie but like i kind of just want a whole movie that takes place on this island where it's like it's her whatever now all these germans are on this island they think that they can use whatever magic hoo-ha on the island Mm -hmm. to win the war so now you just have them invading the island and them like having to defend themselves and you have like steve is there being like well i can help out 
because yeah. I know them, but like we can help because we're I mean, a bunch of badass women. Then you don't have the kind of traditional hero's arc of her having to like strike this out on true. her own. But I'm like, I just, I just want That's all true. these incredible women fighting. I have a note in my uh, notebook that says Orlando Bloom wishes for about three different points in those fight <laughs> all, all sequences. All the bone arrow stuff. All the bone arrow stuff. All the like Robin half hanging Wright. off a horse. Robin right his entire page. Right. Three arrows. Three arrows. Three Launches dudes. Them, hits three, three ba-bam, dudes. Ba-bam, ba-bam. Three arrows. It's so good. What a kill shot. Ugh. Uh, so in 1918, Diana, now a young woman, rescues U.S. pilot Captain Steve Trevor when his plane crashes off the Themyscirian coast. The island is soon invaded by German soldiers who had been pursuing Steve, and the Amazons kill the crew, but Antiope sacrifices herself to save Diana. It's also because I want more Robin Wright, because she's I so know. good in prequel, this. Prequel, 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 exactly. Prequel. I know. It'd be great. Yeah, just a whole a spin-off. A spin-off spin just off, set on the off, island. Spin off, spin off. <laughs> wow, you really abandoned the uh, the prequel once you got the the idea. Oh, spinoff, even better. Even it is it better. is better. Just more more Robin Wright and Connie Nielsen. Yeah. really just Robin Wright and you her know band what? of Amazon. Give us like an American Ninja Warrior show set on the island. So you just have so it's all women. So it's all these badass women competing in this like American Gladiators type thing on this island they, with this beautiful Italian coast. It. That's all we uh, maybe want. we get like uh, the love story between Antiope and her like second in command, who's who's like I always side. I mean, like, oh, come yeah. on, come on. Okay, Jeff. All right, I think we're ready to go to DC. <laughs> you and I, and I don't mean Washington. I mean the, the comic. DC universe, Mr. DC, <laughs> Mr. DC. Excuse me. Oh, we got a um, great idea for a movie. Excuse me, Mr. DC. We have an idea for where Wonder Woman should be going now, <laughs> and it's back in time. <laughs> But not back in time like World War II. We mean back in time to just before back Robin Wright kicks spin-off. the bucket. Uh, Steve <laughs> reveals that a great war is consuming the outside world, and he's stolen a notebook from the German's chief chemist, Dr. Isabel Maru, who is attempting to engineer a deadlier form of mustard gas under the orders of General Ludendorff. Believing Ares to be responsible for the war, Diana leaves with Steve to locate and stop Ares for good. Uh, we get a lot of them, like, meet cute. And on this boat, they're starting to, like, flirt with each other. This whole, uh, apparently this whole discussion of, like, the pleasures of the flesh mm-hmm. was improvised between the two of them. Which makes sense, That's... knowing that of their, uh, they got a nice little banter. R- their rapport is lovely. Their rapport is, their rapport yeah. is fun. In London, they deliver Maru's notebook to the Supreme War Council, where Sir Patrick Morgan, our favorite David Thewlis, Lupin himself, is trying to negotiate an armistice with Germany. You're going to leave out this, the incredibly delightful shopping montage. Uh, it is pretty fun of her. It is like, fun. It is long, though. Yeah, but it's also great. Well, that's the thing. It's like, then the movie is, is this fish out of water comedy. It's pretty much a splash, but instead of a mermaid, it's an Amazon. Right. Uh, or, you know, take well, any I mean, of those I love fish out of water comedies. Lucy Davis. Like, please Lucy just Davis, like, yes, as like, Steve's secretary. is so what good. What a hoot. What a So funny. Yeah, you get... Um, yeah, you get Diana saving Steve, or he's like, get behind me. And she heard just like, let me use my bulletproof wrist braces to save you. Did you miss where you were on our island and we have the most badass women in the world? Uh, it's like, how about I save you, you dum-dum? Um, there's also where get, I be- maybe the first ever, uh, reverse she's all that, where they put her hair up and put glasses on her to try to make <laughs> well, her less beautiful. She like, she's like, oh yeah, spectacles, really. Mm-hmm. Suddenly she's, uh, suddenly she's, not, she's the not the most beautiful, beautiful woman, woman in the world. world. Uh, it was great. I wish she was, yeah. I mean, it would make sense for her to be on, to stay with them for the rest of the mission and have uh, but, oh, Lucy Davis with great. them, but it would be pretty delightful. I was doing some reading when I was like trying to find out some stuff about the original comics, basically about like, yeah. is she? Steve Trevor's supposed to be American or British. What is up with this storyline? You know, um, and in some versions, he oh. marries uh, his uh, Etta Candy. Oh, yeah, Lucy Davis. In some versions, he ends up with mm. her rather than Wonder is Woman. is he British in some versions? 
I think he's American. Yeah. Working for British intelligence or just American. It seems. Well, he seems to be kind of pushing his way in. It, it seemed. It seemed like a lot of like go away. Like you, we do not want. Like you don't. You don't work. Right. You're not meant to be here with us. Like at this meeting. Yeah. yeah. Go shoo shoo shoo. It did seem weird that he was like able to. Which makes very much. It makes a lot of sense him being American, just barging his way in. Hey, it's oh, like, hey, 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 that'd be great. Just full blown like cowboy Steve Travers, like rooting to and rooting to and. I'm Steve Travers. Yeah, it's me. Just kicks in the doors as if they're saloon doors. Like, sir, you have broken this. That was, this is England. That door was 600 years old. That was made of a sol- one solid oak. <laughs> one solid oak. Exactly. Uh, so Steve, with secret funding from Sir Patrick Morgan, uh, from Captain, he, he was he used to be Captain Morgan. No. He, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, he recruits Moroccan spy Samir, Scottish marksman Charlie, and Native American smuggler Chief Nappy to help prevent the gas from being released. Real quick, when we go to this bar and we meet them all mm-hmm. and we see uh, the Charlie the marksman, yeah. I had this moment, because it had been a while since I'd seen this movie, I was like, what did they do to Simon Pegg? <laughs> Then I realized... No, Ewan Bremmer, character actor Ewan Bremmer. No, it was great. And he's great. And Train also, they, they make him look very particular in this, uh, it, you know? It, uh, ooh, I mean, top f- top five worst terror I've ever seen in a movie? It's pretty bad. But also, he looked like if Simon Pegg had been drawn into a Ren and Stimpy cartoon. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know? It, Particularly in those Simon early Pegg scenes. had a kid with Stimpy, it might look like this. <laughs> he's got... The, I mean, actually, it's honestly if like if Brandon Snippy had a kid, because it's like it's. Mm. I mean, this hair, this hair, folks. Oh, woof! It's like the shaved on like halfway down the sides mm-hmm. and back is shaved, so it's just like uh, it looks just like like a small washcloth plopped onto someone's head, <laughs> but the washcloth is like a push broom, like it goes straight up, and it's this awful like red mm-hmm. gray. It is. I a mean, he's choice. meant to look he a looks mess. Distinct. I will give him that. Yes. Uh, so. The team heads to Belgium, where Diana goes alone through no man's land and captures the enemy trench, liberating the nearby village of Veld with the aid of the Allied forces. In an incredible it's so sequence. Good. I just wanted them to intercut this with the end of uh, Black Adder season four. Which is oh, all... Yes, where they go <laughs> over the, the top. They have to go over the top. Oh. They have to go over the top, and it's just like, oh, they, and they all died. But you're like, no, they didn't. They like you see like Rowan Atkinson and Hugh Laurie going over She's the top, and Wonder Woman fire. taking all the fire from them. Secret happy ending to season four. Of Black Adder. I'm I'm going to retcon that in my brain and feel much better about it now. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. The team briefly celebrates taking a photograph in the village where Diana and Steve begin to fall for each other and spend the night. The team learns. Okay, this yes. is the other part <laughs> uh-huh. that I wish had been different. Like, sure. it's very tastefully done. And I get that they have Chris Pine looking like a real hunk in a chunky knit sweater. Like, I get that they've done everything they can to make you go, yeah. You know that, like, hit that. hunky chunky knit? That hunky junk. Um, uh, I mean, it's it it's really working for him. But I was like, I don't. I don't need it. Why? It's. Re- I mean, I get why because by the they need to be in love by the I, end. I but understand, yeah, but it's I found so quick. and several so of quick. my friends that I saw it with when we went and saw it, we were like, "Did that need to? Ha- did we need? Did we need it? No, you know, isn't them <laughs> dancing and like he touches her hair? Hey, that's intimate enough." Um, I, I could have used, I mean, whatever, like the, the, the morning after gag, because she's so strong. So if he's just like, can't even walk the next day that she like destroyed it. She's like, do, 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 do. And he's like annihilated. He, he, a full body cast. Okay. Then we were talking about a very different film. Um, like maybe, what? maybe at the end when he is like giving her the watch, he like gives her a kiss and that's the one time to kiss. Like I can and like live with that. that's realizing like, oh, love, this is what love, love is. Love is the world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my reason. Right, 
I guess. Mr. DC, I, take it or leave it. You, but I suggest you don't, you don't need you take it. it. You don't need it. But uh, the team learns that a gala will be held at the nearby German High Command. Steve and Diana separately infiltrate the party. Steve intends to locate the gas and destroy it, and Diana hopes to kill Ludendorff, believing that he is Ares himself. Steve stops her to avoid jeopardizing his mission, but this allows Ludendorff to unleash the gas on Veld, killing its inhabitants. Ugh. It's yeah. a real bummer. Real. What's not a bummer is how she gets that dress by sizing up a woman. Oh, like that's walking. hilarious. She's sizing her up like a bow constrictor being like, could I eat that? <laughs> it's so good. And she's just coming. She's Yeah, just tromping through the grass. This like woman's like, what do you? What do you I don't want to wait. What do you? Like, what, I'll what be so you, late. To the can door. I help you? Um, and I wish that she just gave her like a good like karate chop on the neck. Just like a to like <laughs> knock her out. You don't see what she does. So I assume that she brutally murders this woman to get this dress which seems very and counter ke- keeping the sword in the back of the dress so which good so good because in the trailer it just looks like a badass moment of her with this like this sword hilt coming at the back yeah but i remember in theaters uh, people cracking up because yeah. it, it like oh yeah this is, is also hilarious that's She's like where can i keep my sword just entrance. keep it like i it's either that or just tucked in the cleavage it's just yeah protruding from the front of the dress which is also pretty funny to think of um a little a little more sensitive skin in the front a little uh, more dangerous maybe i guess you're right probably also if you have trouble right. seeing <laughs> blaming steve for intervening diana pursues ludendorff to a base where the gas is being loaded into a bomber aircraft bound for london diana fights and kills him but is confused when his death does not stop the war <laughs> <laughs> That is that inflection pattern is accurate. Uh, Sir Patrick Morgan appears and reveals himself as Ares. What a twist. twist! He tells Diana that although he has subtly given humans ideas and inspirations, it is ultimately their decision to resort to violence as they are inherently corrupt. While the two battle, Steve hijacks and pilots the bomber, carrying the poison to a safe altitude, and detonates it, blowing up the plane and himself, uh, which he's in the sequel. So. I, I found some things online by mm-hmm. accident that oh. le- apparently like, some of this is also stuff that happens in the comics is like they find ways to bring Steve Trevor back. I think at the mo- at the time people knew that. So it did feel like, sure, but he's going to come back because he's it'd be great if he didn't. It'd be great if you just let this live. If you let anyone in a comic book movie just actually die and be done. But that's movie star Chris Pine. I know, but come on. You Jeff, I'm with else. you. I mean, I'm still, I'm very excited to see the sequel. And I like Chris Pine a lot. I mean, it's, it, I don't know. He, he's nudging his way into like best Chris territory. Ooh. It's hard. I will say rewatching this movie, I was like, this is a real charming Chris. I know. Well, you know, because you've not seen any of those Star Trek films that he's in, I've seen right? part of one, oh. one time. I was doing a puzzle and other people had it on. I stand corrected. Um, so I have sort of seen him act. You've sort of seen him act. And I feel like I've seen Into the Woods. Seen, oh, Into the Woods, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. I was like, you've seen him in something else at least. That one, of course. Uh, and that's the one. It would be that. Which he's great in. He's yes. very he's very charming in that. He's very funny. I think he's very funny as Cinderella's Prince in Into the Woods. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. I think Billy Magnuson is one of the funniest people on the planet. So to True. be very funny next to him is hilarious. like, all right, you yeah, must yeah, be yeah. pretty funny. One day we will do Into the Woods on the show. Ooh. So Ares attempts to direct Diana's rage and grief at Steve's death by convincing her to kill Maru. But the memories of her experience with Steve cause her to realize that humans have good within them. She spares Maru and redirects Ares lightning into him, killing him for good. And then you see, like, a lone mustache gently float down onto <laughs> Oh, the- <laughs> I wish. That's we'll, how we'll, you know he's really We'll get big. into it. We're going to talk about 
him at the end, but I cannot get over this mustache they have. The, the really, God of War, the God of War, this big lopsided mustache that's longer the, on one side than the other. Come on! After the film ended, you spent conservatively half an hour talking about solutions to the mustache problem. The mustache problem sounds like a Sherlock Holmes mystery, it like a lost Sherlock Holmes mystery. That Arthur Conan Doyle was like, you know what? Uh, it's the great it's, this mustache is just not good. problem. The mustache problem. Um, uh, later, the team celebrates the end of the war, and in the present day, Diana continues to fight on the world's behalf as Wonder Woman, understanding that only love can truly save the world. She works at the Louvre. And she works at the Louvre. Yeah, there's this bookending device of, because, you know, she meets Batman and Batman meets Superman, where she, the whole point, her whole, like, arc in that is she's just trying to find this picture of her from World War One. I. I think maybe Lex Luthor is, like, trying to blackmail her. Or, I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie since theaters. But that's, like, paid off in this one where Batman, like, I found the negative, Diana. It's Here's... me, Bruce. It's me, Mr. Wayne. Uh, yeah, so she gets that back. So, great. Sure. I'm, I don't care. I mean, you were the, like, who cares? Who cares if people know that she was in World also, War I? Also, I was like, this. There, there are photos of people all the time where you're like, wow, this looks like your doppelganger in 1912, you know? I, I Yeah, Nick, there's, like, well, both those photos, I think, of both Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves of gentlemen that look exactly like them, respectively, from, like, hundreds of years ago so people are like either one i would believe as an ageless immortal i don't know but imagine if you were something like if counter reeves was obsessed with like i gotta get that picture back and you're like but why and him be like oh just it's cool i just need every picture and negative it. of that mysterious guy that looks also, just I like gotta me get it off the internet uh. i i don't know why i'm starting this bonfire to throw them into don't you don't look don't look at me don't look at me uh and uh, so the casting directors of Wonder Woman were Christy Carlson, Laura Kennedy, and Lucinda Saison. Carlson has cast several other DCU films, including Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League. Kennedy, an Emmy winner for her work casting the TV movie RKO 281, has also cast such films as Tombstone, The Town, and Argo. And Saison has cast such films as The Fifth Element, Children of Men, X-Men First Class, and previous episode, Batman Begins. So let's move on to some of the actors who were almost cast. Some of these people may have auditioned, some may have just been discussed by casting. This is all a little subjective. And as always, I've looked up all the actors in advance, and Amy Jo is hearing it along with you, listener, for the very first time. Fresh as a daisy. So let's kick it off with Diana Prince, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. Amy Jo, your thoughts on Gal Gadot, and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else? I think she's one of the most beautiful people ever to grace the screen. And she's, like, so charming and badass. Like, it's yeah. really fantastic casting. Yeah, really hits both sides of that coin that they're trying to go for of, like, she needs to be the fish out of water where it's, like, a baby, like, ice cream, like, yeah. I don't know, anything. But also being, like, so smart, like, so strong, so yes. grounded. That you really and a leader, buy... Just such a leader. Such a leader. You buy that the... You buy the naivete. It doesn't feel false on her. Yeah. Um, and it... And, and yet, yeah, then she's like, well, we have to go do this, so... Mm. Off I go. Shield. To the war. To the war. <laughs> um, so I think she is truly magnificent. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of different thoughts about if this were like different points in time. I don't think I really have any thoughts about someone who would have also played it in 2017 or whenever mm. they started these movies. Okay. I have a few thoughts for if this were like 15, 20 years earlier. Great. Which would have been uh, – then I'm like, okay, get me like – Maybe Penelope Cruz. Ooh, yeah. Or Halle Berry. Yeah. 
yeah. or Charlize. Oh, yeah. any of these people who are like incredible fighters, two thousand two, yes. Wonder Woman, any of those three. Those killers, are like, and those killers. are my my favorites. Really, I then also I don't actually I don't. I don't know, um, like a Catherine Zeta-Jones as well. As far oh, as like, yeah. if you want someone who, fought, I'm just thinking of entrapment of the scene with oh, the with the lasers, you know. Sure, sure. Um, and of course, she has the best hair in the business, um, which is important for Wonder Woman, even if she's going to be wigged. Oh my gosh, when she was in the the Flemish fighting scene, when she's like taking her hair down and she's like running around and fighting, I was like, her hair, it's truly impossible that it would look this good. This is stupid, and yet, I love how it looks. I mean, she's a de- de- demigod, or she's, is she a goddess? Well, uh, she'd be a, well. Hippolyta is just, just an Amazon. Not oh, she's a, an Amazon. Okay, so I guess right, she's a demigod. So I guess she's a demigod. Cool, cool, cool. So she's a demigod. Demigod. Hippolyta... I think that's a demigod power right there. Is perfect hair? Come on. That's a good demigod power. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, I also thought, and I actually don't know how old this actor is, but I was like, who are just people I love watching fight on screen? I was like, yeah. oh, Lucy Liu. Oh yeah, is really good with a sword, as we know, yeah. and with fighting. I and mean, then, Lucy Lewis prob- now probably like late 40s, early 50s. Huh. Yeah. I mean, she's in, you know, she's in Allie McBeal in like the late 90s. I'm right. just saying that she was probably like in her, if she was in her like, let's say mid 20s in her in the late 90s. Mm. So she's probably a good 2002 choice as well. Maybe a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's around, you know, Charlie's Angels where she's kicking right, ass in right, right, those films. Right, right, right um drew barrymore not on this list um shocking yeah um i and, could see cameron diaz more than i could see drew barrymore if we're just going that, with the that's cast more of that's Angels. more like if well, we're yeah. doing this yeah. movie in the late sure. 90s that's also the vibe you're getting with wonder well, woman yes. in the late 90s it's like, oh my god oh, yeah. mick g's wonder woman with cameron diaz yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then okay so for like a much if we're doing this like more like in the early 80s i was like oh you know Give me Sigourney. Why Give not? Give me Sigourney. Give me Sigourney. That is who I want. If this movie was made in like the late 70s, early 80s, I would want Sigourney. Number one with a bullet, yeah. Sigourney. Although I suppose at that point, get Linda Carter. Get original one. Oh, get true. Original Wonder Woman. Or maybe not original, but I, I don't know if there was any, you know, like the 1930s. T- little, hey, Bubba, little TV show of Wonder Woman. Wow, look at her go. And now suddenly she's a cartoon <laughs> when she has to go fl- fly around in her invisible jet. <laughs> If she's invisible, and my, oh, oh, she's the jet is invisible, and, but we could all just see her floating around because she is not like poor design. Somehow. An invisible jet. Well, maybe you know you shut the lid and now you're invisible as well. That would be ideal. I but would again, assume. I, I have not read the comics. I don't. I'm not either. I love a good comic book movie, folks at home, but uh, I have read not much of comic books, so I don't know much about that lore. So I come to the films not really caring about all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I know some of you people, some people really do. So for some people, it really bothers you. Yeah, and you're like, that's not, you know, if you love a book and you're like watching the movie based on the book and you're like, well, that's not how the book goes. That's that's unfortunately me with a lot sure. of things where it's like, oh, this is based on the life of the Bronte sisters. But I know that that's <laughs> deeply inaccurate. You know, that's that's where I oh, get sure, agitated. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, Charlize as well on my list would love Charlize. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, that's a problem that now because there are so many superhero films, honestly, actors need to be able to do like multiples because there's just yeah. too many roles and we're just running out of actors i'm like zoe saldana would be great but like she's already gamora right. in guardians of the galaxy and this is DC, dc not marvel but it's still i feel like in some cases i'm sure they're like uh you got a like a clause that you can't be For doing sure. other superhero i have someone in another role that i'm like oh, uh, i yeah. i don't know what their deal would be with that gotcha because but... i guess i mean danny houston who plays uh ludendorff is also in a one of the X-Men movies. He plays like a young version of Brian Cox in uh, the X-Men Origins Wolverine, like the 
one that's like the Hugh Jackman in the early days. Right. Um, so I guess it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fully matter. I guess it matters less if you're like not the lead of or, the thing. Or like a big recurring. Right. Or, or like a big recurring. But yeah, because it's not like, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. You can't have like whatever, Robert Downey Jr. coming in like, I'll be Batman now. It's like, what? Go away. What are you talking about? Or Hugh Jackman is like, I could be Batman too. It's like, mm, can you though? Because that feels real weird. I don't know. I, I find myself getting more and more annoyed with all these cinematic universes. I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, why? same. Sure. Oh, I agree. Oh, oh and it's so in-jokey. Like, that is one of the things that I think is also, I don't know, nice about this movie is it's not terribly in-jokey. I, oh, this is the thing about Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. He is the Chris, and this might be because he is in the DC versus uh, the Marvel. Yeah. He is the least, like, quippy. He's like funny but earnest. You know what I mean? He's not True. so like, well, here I am strutting. I like all those other criticism. Just saying that it it reads less like, well, I'm here just to be kind of sarcastic and flip, which is how all you're the wait, you're Marvel movies. You're saying he's movies... not quippy. Yes, I'm oh, okay. saying he's not compared yeah. to like what all the other guys are asked to do based on all well, those Marvel scripts. Except for Chris Evans as Captain America is famously very just like oh I guess straight I've only seen like I mean, one of like those. Chris Hemsworth as Thor, and really that's only Thor Ragnarok because you've not seen those first two Thor movies where he's just a blandly like I'm just Thor, the God of Thunder. I think it's also fair to say I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think we all well, it helps. That. He's also playing a ding dang human in this movie. Chris Pine is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's just a human who's good at the shooting. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to him later. He's actually, but, um, aside from the fact he can't speak German clearly, he is he's good at being a spy. He's very yeah. good at improvising. Oh sure, sure. Um, and you know, of course, you send in Honey Pot Chris Pine to try and hit in Doctor Maru, and she's almost falling for it. I'm almost falling for it, and I'm not even in the movie. <laughs> And then it's like, <laughs> I'm like what, can't... what do you need from me, Pine? What, what, do you what need? secret plans do what I have? I what can I give you? I'll give it all away. Well, how much money do I have in my wallet? Here Keep you go. looking at me. I'd love to see you in a chunky knit. <laughs> oh, that hunky, chunky knit. Hunky, chunky. <laughs> uh, so back to Diana, though. Patty Jenkins, because she was cast for Batman v Superman. So Patty Jenkins was like, yeah, here's your Wonder Woman. You don't really get that big of a say, if any. In, she'd already been cast then she'd no. already been cast yeah exactly but like i didn't know it was like did they already know she was going to direct wonder woman at that time so maybe she had some say mm-hmm. or whatever but apparently not because here's she said that uh i remember when i read in the news that wonder woman had been cast and my heart sank i'm sure we wouldn't have made the same choice and then i started paying attention to her and watching her and looking at her and it was just unbelievable frankly i think they did a better job than i could have because i don't know that i would have scoured the earth as hard to find her they were looking for all the same things i would have looked for all the values that wonder woman stands for exuding from someone in an honest way and boy did they find it every once in a while there's superhero casting that transcends because that person is so authentic to the character that it becomes identified with them like linda carter or christopher reeve so Mm. you know i agree i totally agree and that thankfully worked out because that that stinks to be like great here's I, your actor for your major right. like my first movie i'm getting to direct in 14 years yeah. and i get saddled with like you know drew barrymore <laughs> drew barrymore is very good in the things that she does this would wonder not be woman would him. not be one of them no. which is why you, i say drew honestly, barrymore, drew barrymore me as wonder woman drew barrymore, i think very charming in that charles angels which is not a good movie at all uh anyway oh, but oh gal gal gadot was up for a role in man of steel as this Feora, who is like one of Michael's, Michael Shannon is like the big bad in Man of Steel. And she was going to be one of his like, he's got like three henchmen and she would have been one of those. Mm-hmm. So if she had booked that role, Yikes. there you go. 
that's you're it. You're done. You ain't well, playing Wonder Woman. A lot of people, like, you know, are talking about, I've, I've heard, like, some agents talking about, like, you have to be very careful what you send your actors out for, hmm. particularly for the, like, Marvel shows that shoot in New York. Because once you book one, that is it. That is, you can't be, right. like, oh, well, I've done one, like, Luke Cage episode. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or, like, oh, I have, like, an under five on Jessica Jones. It's like, well, that's your role yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe then. like, yeah, Which, for some people, is great. And for some people, it's like, we were trying to get you something that could translate to more series, a film, something, you know. Yeah, totally. It's like, wait, you mean they're not going to bring back Bodega Guy? <laughs> I play Bodega Guy in Daredevil, and they're not going to bring him back into the new Avengers movie? Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Dang it, dang it. Um, yeah, Gal Gadot was close. She got the part shortly after she decided to give up on acting. Because really, was, she's in like two of those Fast and Furious movies, five and six, I believe. And then she, spoilers, dies at the end of six. So it's like that. Or she's, I think she's like in four or five and six. Um, and I think that fourth one was like her first like main credit. Uh, so so it's like yeah i well i'm killed off in the franchise i had going for me it's like i'm not i didn't book man of steel i didn't book this i and she was apparently you know constantly having to do a 15 hour plane back oh, and forth from she was israel living in yeah, israel wow yeah. um but i'm glad that this worked out and uh now she's you know wonder woman she's pretty set She's pretty set, pretty set. Trained for nine months to gain 17 pounds of pure muscle. Wow. Uh, and it shows. I'm looking at this cup, this giant cup, which I love this one shot they have, is her, like, arm looks bananas. Yeah. That arm is, like, it is toned, a python. Tone for the gods. Tone for the gods. Tone for the demigods, uh, too. T- tone for the demigods. So let's get into it. Here are uh, some of the actors who were up for Diana Prince. So at the end, uh, which clearly they wanted someone who's a less well-known, because the final three was Gal Gadot. And uh, Olga Kurilenko, who Ukrainian, this Ukrainian actor who I know best from Quantum of Solace, mm. uh, the second Daniel Craig movie. Unfortunately, also the worst of the Daniel Craig you Bond had me watch it movies. Once. I don't think I did. I thought we did. I haven't seen it since theaters, so it wasn't that one. Which is the one I've asked you this before? Which is the one where they're like going through the basement and there's pictures from the other movies? That is Spectre, which you saw in theaters. I did. I also saw that in Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> i've worked in little rock a couple times there's not a lot else to do yeah no she's in the second one um it's just kind of a forgettable film it's like really like as soon as the casino Royale, it picks up right where casino royale left off it's just mm. him trying to avenge the death of uh eva green in in the first one right um but it's not great but she's in that she's in oblivion with tom cruise that's the thing like she's in she's good she's very good in that quantum of solace movie she's just like on a vengeance mission and teams up with bond just like okay we can both help each other but mm. that's like where our allegiances end and- who she's she's great in everything I've seen her in. She's a kicks ass. Uh, she's in this movie Centurion with Michael Fassbender, where she is just like has no lines. She's supposed to be like mute, and she's just like a captivating presence when you're like you've not given your actor any lines, uh, and they command the screen. Um, but her and uh, Elodie Young, this Cambodian and French actor, a lot of people know her as Electra in the Daredevil show. Okay, uh, and you know her. She's the one of the gods in. <laughs> Gods of Egypt with Gerard Butler. This is why I know the name. <laughs> I've definitely seen it. I was like, I know how to spell that. Wow. Yes, we've yeah. watched that. I think twice. <laughs> I, I oh, did we? I only remember seeing that once. Think, um, maybe well, we watched I think it we twice. Put it on I, again. Maybe. In the well, maybe I was only able to block one of those viewings mm-hmm. out of my memories of gods of. Oh, you know those I mean, that classic Egyptian god Gerard Butler. It was pretty. And Jamie terrible. Lannister. Maybe sure you know was. what? Maybe we just rewatched a scene on Maybe YouTube. Maybe we rewatched a scene. Maybe that's all we could handle. Um, now, someone that you do know, Kobe Smulders, oh, yes. was considered. Would go on to voice the character Wonder Woman in the Lego Movie, which that's I'd forgotten. Delightful. But that's delightful. Or I guess she'd already done that because I guess in the first Lego Movie, I think she'd already voiced 
Wonder Woman. So I wonder if that she's like, hey, I'm already voicing her. Can I get it in an audition, please? Um, I mean, that's a that's a way to put your name out there. I know. But also in those Avengers, she's in the Marvel films as uh, Maria Hill. She'll like pop up occasionally in the films or I on the TV shows. I don't know that is or what that's She's to like be. Samuel Jackson's number two. Nick Fury, he's running oh, around he's Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. And she comes Again, in. She's I've like, only seen hey, Nick him. Fury, I'll it, come around and help. Bang, 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 bang. I've seen him in, what is it, like the Stinger scene in Iron Man or... You saw him in the Stinger scene of Iron Man, and you've seen him in the second Captain America movie. He's all over that one as well. Oh, okay. It's like the conspiracy theory. All right. Film with Robert so? Redford and Scar Joe. And... I remember Scar Joe. You remember the Scar Joe. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Uh, Gina Carano was considered, who certainly can kick ass. I'm, you know, very happy that she did not, because she's turned out to be kind of a trash person. Oh, right. I really thought... She's the one who's in Mandalorian? Yeah. yeah. I, I really thought they were going to kill her off in Mandalorian uh, in this, like, season two finale, which uh, did not happen. Which, whatever. 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 Um, but, you know, she was an MMA fighter. or was in the movie Haywire. She's certainly someone who's, like, bam, at, from bam, an bam. action standpoint, you're like, this is someone who is... What they're bringing to the table is all of their own stunts. Mm. Not a great actor from what I've you, seen her you in. You need like, that I don't for this. Though. She's for Wonder her. Woman. She's not She's Wonder like, Woman. Yeah. It, like there's all those those Amazons who don't have to be great actors to be phenomenal in those fight oh, sequences. Yeah. But yeah. like when you, she's got to do so much more, and she's she has a lot so to much. sell. She has she's to sell a, a really kind of. It's kind of annoying how much she's like to Aries. You know, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, Diana. That, that can you know? be difficult to make work. Yes, there's some just yeah, just very earnest gen like totally genuine like nonsense that you gotta be able to sell spout yeah you gotta spout again off. and again yeah yeah. yeah 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 uh jimmy alexander was up for the role but contractual obligations with marvel prevented her from taking it because uh she is in the first two thor movies she's like thor has his little team like okay. zach levi and ray stevenson who oh, immediately right. get who, killed yeah, in thor ragnarok. ragnarok so she was like oh i was elsewhere so she's could come back in an avengers movie or a thor film it's hmm. like you i don't know why she wasn't in thor ragnarok to immediately get killed if hmm. you didn't want to maybe use them later. have another badass woman female character in your film uh, i don't know guys come on marvel what are we doing here um but she was in those two Wait, doesn't, that, doesn't that stink even more it's like oh sorry your contract says you can't do wonder woman because you're in our thor movies you're not going to be in the third thor movie but you it's also so can't annoying. be in wonder woman it's like what are we talking again the cinematic universes i get it <laughs> <laughs> to a certain extent, I respect it. To a certain extent, I say, come Well, it's like on a nerdy now. version of, like, all the studio stuff in the old days. Very, where it's like, you can't do movies so. with that studio. You, you're contractually down here. Like, and now on. it's just only how, relegated to, like, how superhero many spider, nonsense. How many actors have played Spider-Man since? All of them. Every actor has played But, Spider-Man. I mean, like, if we took it, like, those those Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, yeah. how many more <laughs> Spider-Men have there been? Two? Um, if you, yes, in live action, two. There's an Andrew Garfield, and then, and then this guy how Tom, many Tom Batman? Thirty-eight. A lot of Batman. Conservatively, Thir- thirty-eight Batman. My, thirty-eight. Yeah, Batman. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, and old R. Pats, old Robert Pattinson. There we. Not go. including all these animated. Not including all the animated and, and the, the TV <sighs> show. Love you know, Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, of course. And then like, how many James yeah. Bonds have we had? Like, I think we can. We can. Come on, you know, is what I have to say about that. <laughs> and you heard it here first. You heard it Come and I said it on. with great eloquence. <laughs> uh, Kate Beckinsale was considered, which oh. I get that. Someone I get who that. can, you know, all those underworld movies, she can she can kick some ass. Oh. Um, I dig that. I don't, you know, she's not my favorite. I don't need actor. it, but she's fine. In 1999, the project briefly became attached to John Cohen, who adapted Wonder Woman for producer Joel Silver with the hope that Sandra Bullock would star. I mean, in 1999, she was maybe the 1999 Wonder Woman vibe, but I, I 
no disrespect uh, to Sandra Bullock, yeah. I don't ever need that. No, the thing, once again, someone who like, you give me her in speed, give me her in gravity, incredible Sandra Bullock, love Sandra Bullock, but so many of the things that she was considered for in these episodes we do, I'm just like, it's just no. not a but right also, fit. But also, her in Wonder Woman, it's going to be a much jokier quippier slicker kind of thing as opposed yeah. to this being very earnest you know what i mean it's gonna feel like a 90s boys movie if sandra bullock is the wonder woman like it has to be i mean if it was made in 1999 it probably would have been a 90s boy movie That's anyway I mean. you know it would have been directed by a man exactly yeah. so it feels like that w- they would have it would have just had that yeah. very much that vibe the kind of like slightly less klutzy miscongeniality kind of thing yeah. you know yeah um, but anyway, that clearly fell through. And in 2001, this has been Todd Alcott of, of Ants fame, was uh-huh. hired to write the screenplay. And at the time, these two women were considered Lucy Lawless, who mm-hmm. said she'd be more interested if Diana was portrayed as a flawed hero. So I think at the time she was just – or I mean, even now, she's still not really – her flaw is just kind of – Relentlessness. Relentlessness. It's like what is her actual flaw? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not true. like she's like, I want to go do this thing even though I'm not ready. It's like, well – you know, you finally allowed her to be trained by Robin Wright, and you're not telling her anything about like her the background. Stuff that and her are history. flaws in her are because, yeah, she was not properly informed <laughs> about many things. Right. Um, but Lucy Lawless, not too bad of casting. Opposed to the other person considered, you guessed it, Mariah Carey. Oh. <laughs> uh, could now you imagine we the love double header? Mariah, oh, which, but... which Mariah Carey movie did you want to see in 2001? Wonder Woman or Glitter? Yes. Uh, my uh, my yeah. brother once filmed a comedy short with her. Apologies if I've told this story on the pod before, but he filmed a comedy short with her and she was three hours late to set. And then once she got there and they were about to start filming, she took a 45 minute phone call and Aaron was like, but it's Mariah Carey. Can uh, what you, are you be mad? Do? You know, I was <laughs> oh, like, man. I think you can be mad if you're filming Wonder Woman and you're uh, like, we yeah. have, I don't know, months worth of stuff to capture. Oh, we can't take four hours a day yeah. to wait for you. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully that worked. They'd still be filming today. They'd still be waiting on her. We're still waiting on the first day of filming. It'll be a wonder if this movie ever gets made. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, so then, this was 2005. This was when Joss Whedon was working on the script. Uh, around that time, Megan Fox was rumored oh, with... Poor dear gets a bad rap, but she no, does, thank but you. No, 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 no. Uh, later, in 2010, Whedon admitted that he did have an actor in mind for the part at the time, stating that, for him, Wonder Woman was basically Angelina Jolie. Now, that is... That's very uh, sensible yeah. mid two thousands casting, and she's phenomenally beautiful. Angelina Jolie. She does action. Like I mean, when you mentioned her at the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah. why didn't I put Angelina it, Jolie yeah, on my list? I think at the time, like in twenty fifteen, she was considered to direct then. But right. uh, two thousand five. No, but yeah. two thousand five. I think that's really that's good casting. Really solid casting. I think that's great casting. And Angela she Jolie. looks like the comics. And yeah. Yeah. Man, she is uh, like I said about. Our girl gal. Like she's a girl gal. Angelina Jolie is like one of those faces you're like, how'd that happen? How'd it get so symmetrical? <laughs> how'd that come from John Void? So Adrian Palicki, who people know she's in John the first John Wick, she was in Friday Night Lights. I think she was in one of those awful G.I. Joe movies. Uh she was Wonder Woman in a never aired Wonder Woman series from twenty eleven. And so 
it wasn't her fault that it just never got went never went to series that's rough yeah it's just an unaired pilot i think or they kind of maybe they aired it as like a tv movie i think i'm mm. not well, quite it's sure a, it's a pilot that never picked up got picked it's pretty, up. i think it was a pilot that never got picked up okay. but it might have been then edited into like here's a standalone sure. single thing or, or like to try and sell it to another network maybe or some yeah something but uh so this is two years after that she got like another chance to audition which is good for her like i remember she's i mean she's an amazing fight scene in the first john wick with keanu reeves where mm-hmm. she just kicks his ass up and down this hotel room um so i'm like well that's cool great love it uh megan gale who i pretty much solely know as valkyrie in fury road she's like the one where tom hardy's like uh-uh, that's that's bait she's like the naked uh-huh. one who then slides down the rope and is like it's all the old women and her yeah out of like the uh the leftovers of yeah. furiosa's tribe uh who she rules she's only in that movie for like 20 minutes uh before she gets killed but it's a great sequence she it's so good so good because george miller who directed uh, Mad Max, all the Mad Maxes, was going to make a Justice League movie back in uh, 2007. And had, like, fully cast it. I think he had, like, Army Hammer as Batman. He had, like, whatever. I forget, Adam Brody as someone in there. Um, and she would have been Wonder Woman in that film that just fell through, which... Wow. And, listener, you're getting our episode on Justice League right now because we will not be doing one of those. Oh. <laughs> well, this is true. Yes, there will not be... There's no need to do an episode on Justice League. No. 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 And I don't want to do one on... I don't want to have to rewatch Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman because they're I'll so bad. I'll never watch it's them. so bad. Well, maybe we'll do Harley Quinn at some point. That's the other DC film that i've enjoyed uh because suicide squad is also terrible so i've heard but this new suicide squad movie because it's directed by james gunn it looks real fun. looks looks a hoot because he's just jam-packing it with like peter capaldi and nathan fillion oh. uh, and all these actors from like well i like all these actors and his whole point is like um, he's putting them at this ridiculous vil- king shark which is a guy with a shark for a oh, head my gosh. and polka dot man like villains so you know so you can kill a lot of these guys off hopefully because they're like i don't want to do six of these movies no, 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 i no, just no, no. want to come in and do my few minutes of ridiculous screen time and exactly. look cool exactly and they're adding idris elba to the cast you oh, got margot robin idris elba running around i'm there i'm gonna watch i'm gonna rent your movie if it's still not safe most likely to go to a theater by then wear your masks people uh sarah michelle geller was considered at some point for wonder woman which i get it i get it i don't need it buffy age i mean if you know joss whedon wasn't even if if joss whedon wasn't the one that was like i always envisioned sarah michelle geller if he was like i want angela julie sorry gals then i think yeah sorry gals gals you're not the gals uh yeah sarah michelle geller it's so she was so so good in buffy such a good buffy but i never want nothing that she comes up for in these episodes do i want to see sarah it's michelle true. geller it's so weird it's, it's also she's just so of her era i just have such yeah. difficulty picturing her outside of that era of that of buffy and cruel intentions yeah. it's like she so embodies the 90s to me you know yeah. jessica biel was considered mm. um and just don't sure care don't care for yeah. it she's been good i you, you watch some of the center i've heard she was very good in that uh oh that's her yeah great <laughs> i think i had thought it was amanda pete i forgot you know See, no, she's i love amanda pete amanda, amanda pete is someone great. that's like she's in stuff but it's just she's in that like brock meyer show with hank azaria like stuff mm. that i just don't see so i'm like amanda pete where is she she's missing i'm like oh no she's just in stuff that i've not seen yeah um no if, if we're going with like a an early 2000s jessica like give me jessica alba you know yeah like she's she's good at fighting she is sure yeah also someone that i like i just i mean i don't, don't need it need it <laughs> Give me Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain <laughs> is an actor. She's someone who could act. Give me Jessica Chastain in 20 years as Hippolyta. You know? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, you just mentioned her earlier in that uh, Casino Royale. Ava Green was mm. considered mm-hmm. who love Ava Green. She's always happy to see Ava Green pop up. She's excellent. In a film. Excellent. I dig that casting. Kristen Stewart was considered. As an, Wonder Woman? <laughs> as Wonder Woman. And look, there are things that I think Kristen Stewart is very good at. In certain roles, that I think she, I think she's very charming and happy a season, which I very much enjoyed, uh, despite pro- not the movie got problems but i still very much enjoyed it she's not a wonder woman no 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 i i like her best in not that vein yeah no she she doesn't have that like classical it, it's imagining her even though it's not quite the same thing but even just putting kristen stewart in like a period piece feels strange to that's, me she's that's got exactly she's a very contempt right. she's got such a great contemporary feel which is great like some I, I try to say contemporary words on stage and i feel how hard i'm acting whereas like you put me in a period piece i'm like ah oh, now i'm comfortable you she know just stepped out of the past <laughs> you know and that's just because i grew up reading jane Eyre too many times i think you know but like kristen stewart feels yeah, her in a period pe- There's just certain actors you're like, what, what have you tried to do this for? Now, although I'm very excited to see this Kristen Wiig popping up as Cheetah in Woman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 1984, but I'm like, if you, feel, if you can be Kristen Stewart in an 80s period That's piece different. as Cheetah, like, okay, I, if the characters can still wear like that. jeans and look, you know, just put her in jeans. Put her in jeans. If she's got to wear like a hoop skirt, I'm not <laughs> buying it. Hoop skirt. Not that Wonder sure. Woman's in a hoop skirt, but you know what I'm saying. Well, whatever, kind of that the big poofy dresses they try to well, put her she's in, in she's a, still just a hoop skirt we're talking yeah. that's like right, 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 confederate right, right. south you know yeah, that's yeah. like a, a, or a, on a in, the in closest the was I. her in that snow white and the huntsman movie with oh, hemsworth see, skipped with, it. yes with with some more charlize as the evil queen it's some great villainous acting maybe you'll charlize. youtube those scenes and those scenes alone sure sure uh and that sound means it's time to play a quick round of two truths and some guy or in this case two truths and some person gender dead the way it works but in this game it's two truths and not some gal because gal <laughs> she booked <laughs> yeah exactly two of the following actors were up for the role of diana prince one was not name and joe was to guess which is which your options are Catherine zeta jones uh-huh are you on my list emily blunt fascinating and christina Hendricks. okay all right tbh pleased with any of these all very uh, different yeah. from what we ultimately wound up with but they're all True. great emily blunt edge of tomorrow is that the die repeat yeah. fantastic so, in good. That. so um, good also she's fantastic in everything but it's like uh, yeah but the fighting you know she does in that she does the um catherine zeta jones we've already said it's a good idea um christina hendrix is one of the most beautiful people on planet earth ever mm-hmm. um does she fight in firefly i remember her hiding in a crate um uh, she probably throws like a single punch but <laughs> i i don't know maybe she gets into some tiff some little scrapes in this good good uh was it good girls is that, is that the show that she's on now with uh retta and may, oh, may Whitman? oh yes if it's I, think, not I think it's called good girls i think so um which is supposed to be quite good i've not seen a good lick girls of it, but, bad moms uh, yeah, um, those like, wrapped are up in like things. drugs or like money laundering or something or other they're getting wrapped up in crime so maybe she's got to throw a punch or something but you know they teach these people these things interesting what this what this game has become jeff is me trying to guess which one you inserted into the narrative and why <laughs> rather than what actually makes sense you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. 
So I'm thinking which one of, the, of these are you? I feel as though you're most likely to put Christina Hendricks in because you know I'm a fan of Christina Hendricks, but also she is not in the same vein as Emily Blunt. I'm going to go Christina Hendricks. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Well, I'd love that they considered her for that. Thank you, Hollywood. Um, you're welcome, Amy. <laughs> Mr. Hello, DC. it is I, Hollywood. Wow. We're not supposed to have visitors at this time of year, this year. Um, it's I'm okay. S- I'm everywhere. Uh, um, I'm going to, all right, I'll go Catherine Zeta-Jones. Incorrect. Well, Emily Blunt, as far as I could tell, not considered. Now, honestly, that makes the most sense, but that's also why I chose not to. Now I'm too deep into this game, Jeff. <laughs> now I'm just thinking Yeah, that's the thing. Emily, Emily Blunt was originally just like one of the picks that I thought would rule as a casting option mm-hmm. uh and then i was like oh let me just save it and throw it in the game but that's that's honestly that was just for me i because that wasn't necessarily to fool you that's just someone who i was like but i think she'd be so good so that's why yeah. i was like yeah put her see Catherine Taylor jones i was like that totally makes sense because yeah. she was like a huge movie star oh, yeah. from the beginning of most of these you know in the Zora late 90s, was, like, when late they were, 90s yeah Zorro's, right? like, it's around the time of zorro yeah. exactly 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 and and, and, and trap traffic, which all anyone really remembers is her yeah. and the lasers uh, yeah and Christina Hendricks, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, because she's a small role in Drive. So mm. when he was interested in directing the film, he insisted on Hendricks as Wonder Woman. So I don't know if that led to him not directing, if they sure. were like, well, we don't want her. Was this pre-Mad Men? And no, this is this is like probably in the middle of Mad Men. I, I, think, okay. I think Drive is like 2010, I want to say. I've lost all track of anything. Oh, that's fine. It's like 2010, 2011. So Mad Men, I think, was like 2006 or 2007 right. when it started. So she's like firmly in the middle. So she's like pretty much known from just mad men right and drive is like the two things that i knew her from at that point had you not seen firefly oh and fire yeah not including but like not, I mean, you know, that's two, so niche. two episodes of fire yeah exactly it's yeah. not like she's in that whole if you want to think if she was in that whole series we were like oh yeah nathan fillion from like firefly but tv guest spots don't yeah, don't yeah. for me don't count in terms of being like would would my parents know who the person is Absolutely. they would not know who she is because they didn't it. watch mad men but i'm saying if they did they'd be like oh yeah the girl the woman from mad men uh that's what i mean um anyway i think all three of those great great casting i'm glad we got gal gadot i think she knocks it out of the park but uh you know if that didn't work out i think we had some other options there, that i still think there worked. were some good possibilities because you know what there's a lot of good actors out there and it sounds like yeah. this this project mm-hmm. even as it took a long time to come to fruition yeah they they seem to be on the whole interested in people who would do a good job and not Mariah just like people Carey, who would sell yeah. a ticket. Yes, just like Mariah. <laughs> we can't get Beyonce then. You're gonna consider Mariah at least get Beyonce. That's very true. That's very true. Um, but let's on that note move on to Steve Trevor, Amy Joe. Your thoughts on Chris Pine and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else? Let me read what I have written here. This is verbatim. I actually found him to be really charming and endearing. <laughs> It's not the easiest role to make human. The the, the guy that's a human. <laughs> I meant from an acting perspective. <laughs> I know, but someone who's a like, demigod or the actual god. How many times does he god have to or... say like they they could kill thousands more? Just like that kind of. There is. I feel like you could shave a solid like fifteen percent of the dialogue <laughs> of the banter that they have. There's just a certain amount where I'm like, I feel like they're using four sentences to say something that could take that's one sentence. So and none true. of the four sentences are the right sentence. You can't. Even, you, you need to get a different sentence from the four that he's using because there's just so much of like they're just like of trying to pound the like the themes, the stakes, and the themes home into and our the heads. stakes 
that I'm like, what? Like, get you could get this more natural. Let you show, have show me this. Stop telling me this. Over tenderize those steaks, my friend. We need <laughs> to move along. So yeah, I I feel like he did have like Gal Gadot like had a bit of heavy lifting to do with regards to like overall. I think the movie is really fantastic. I really enjoy it. But like, there's some stuff where it's like, okay, it's a little heavy lifting in certain places. And I think you got two people that do a good job. And that's what I mean is that hiding I, the seams and cracks. As absolutely. Best they can. He makes it seem very effortless. He's very charming and he's funny without relying on being like, any like wisecracking energy, any slick energy. Like I feel yeah, like he, he does have very like well. a lot of the, com- he is a lot of the comic lines. He's pretty much the comedic relief until we get Lucy Davis. Absolutely. There's like no humor really in the first, Correct. until he shows up um, to be like, you, you know, it's like, oh, wow. Well, we make babies a different way where I come from. Oh, like, here I am. You're born nude, out of clay. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, you mean my watch? You know, like there's. Do I, do I, do I not look like a man? <laughs> do I? Do, do I, I do not I, look like one? But, like, I think he handles in a way that is, like, it's funny, but he's not, like, he's not, there's no smarm, which would yeah. very easily tip into that. This character could easily become insufferable. And, That's and there are, exactly there's so right. many points where it's, like, get, guy, when are you going to realize that this woman does not need your help saving her? Yeah, it's truly. Like, it's, like, just a few too many times where I think they just need, like, one I thought that was just a big enough moment where she saves him with juts the wrist out in front of him yeah. and catch that bullet. But then later it's like, I mean, I get it. That's different than going into no man's land. Absolutely. But there's still a certain, there's just enough times that I'm like, we, you can just like let I him. Trust you. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Just let him accept it and let him be the one. And you have other people being like, no, no, no. We got to save like, this woman. I and him being like, guys, she's got this. Let yes. him believe I would have liked more, more of that. Yeah. But that's nothing on Chris Pine. No, I think he does no, a no. really excellent job of just trying to sell all these lines that have been written for him to apparently have to say. <laughs> um. So I don't. Oh, wow. I really. um didn't do very much work on this well character. i've got some thoughts if, if that maybe brings some up to you or, yeah, or for ha- you to agree if i if you want me let's to go do first. that because i Great. mine yeah, are yeah, like yeah. fine but overall sure. it was like i, I don't oh, know sure sure I'm, it's also i mean it's not like what was the movie or, or oh oh die hard it was last week where i was just yeah. like i just don't care about this type of character i care more about this kind of like i like spies you know, oh, sure, like yeah. I'm interested in this type of character, but I think like he is very good and I, I'm sure there are plenty of people who could execute it just as well. But I couldn't yeah. think of a lot that I was like really that interested in. I'm like, I don't know, like a Christopher Reeve back in the day, oh, maybe, you yeah. know, but I'm not there's yeah. not like a ton of people that I was like, oh, you know, what I'd love to see play Steve Trevor is all <laughs> these people, you know. Sure, 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 sure. I hear that. Um, I mean, first of all, I mean, hair envy off the charts. Off the charts. Oh, Love he, that hair. Man. That the hair is so good. I wanted it. It's so perfect. Uh, it's a little more, I, I can like I, more easily attain it because it it's sh- like shaved in the back and the sides. That's my mm-hmm. problem because my hair, as soon as it gets any kind of long, instant mullet, um, which is why I cannot do this like Wesley and Princess Bride yeah. and uh, all these other times I get. Yeah, no, but this, you got that like crazy 40s. Hair envy. This I could do. Yeah. I've done at th- like once I had the haircut where he, I, I also have a very complicated relationship with the guy that cuts my hair. Listen, <laughs> you need a new barber. I need a new barber right now. I've been cutting my own hair because just I think doing a great quarantining. Job. Oh, thank you. Uh, but it does not look like Chris Pine and Wonder Woman. No, no. Um, but anyway, so of this time, I was like the, the other person because I mean Chris Evans is already doing Captain America. Right. But I could see Chris Evans doing this. He was the other person. I was like, I guess maybe yeah. Chris Evans, who we know also from Knives Out. Great looking at a chunky knit, you know? Great. A hunk and a, a chunk. A hunk and a chunk. hunk and a chunk. <laughs> 100%. Or I think the other similar performance to this, get me Jake Gyllenhaal. 
I thought of I him. I could see that. He's so... I now can't unsee Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> On every level. But I think he's so brilliant in that, but it's so yeah. hard for me. Even though I've seen him do other things where he's beautiful sure, and not sure, doing that. You know, sure. George in Sunday the Park with George is not that... But mm-hmm. I can't, I can't unsee the darkness. Oh, I, I now that you. I've stared into the pit. Sure. Um, um, but yeah, sure. I feel uh, yeah. like he'd be charming, and and he's a beautiful man to gaze upon. So. Yeah. Just, I mean, just been watching him in Mandalorian, and he's one of the villains in this Wonder Woman sequel. But if he wasn't, give me Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, mm. an, an incredibly charming actor, uh, and I could see that. And like you, you get like the banter, you get like that back and forth, mm. and the still like the soldier. He's still the soldier. He's still the spy. Uh, I think he'd do really good. This is made in like ninety. 90- if it was like the first time they were like let's make this movie and we're off to the races i think i know what you're gonna say i don't know what you say will smith oh oh no i wasn't gonna say that what were you gonna say i was gonna say matt damon matt damon no i don't want matt get matt damon away from my movie <laughs> well i thought you were just saying 97 it would make sense <sighs> no, to cast him. i mean i guess honestly i think Honestly, I think Ben Affleck would be better than Matt Damon in this. Where he there's a bit I I think Maybe I'm just thinking hair acting. Oh, well, fair enough. That good will hunting hair. Oh, <laughs> that, that's once what I'm again, thinking. once again, the hair <laughs> envy. Back in the day. Not anymore now. I there was like there was like some clip on like on the, like screen played where it shows like the little script alongside the video. Yeah. And it's one of the great like monologues that Robin Williams has in that. And I'm looking at Matt Damon's hair and I'm like, doesn't hold up. It's that hair is firmly nineties. That's some nineties sure. hair For right sure. there. Uh, anyway, uh, and so Will this, Smith. Okay, so yes, so in my version in the late nineties, right? So I forgot that I had one other person. I don't even necessarily think they would be great together chemistry wise. But if this was made in ninety seven, other Wonder Woman idea, Uma. Oh, get me Uma oh, Thurman. Why didn't I think of the Ooms? I know. So I don't really feel. I don't feel like Uma and Will Smith would have the best Mm. i can't i don't think of them together i'm like oh chemistry would go off the charts um but i think both of them would be very good in those particular roles if this was made in the late 70s early 80s alongside siggy's wonder woman get me either harrison ford or michael douglas like young i i think you're getting like the charm you're getting the like the banter and back and forth harrison ford has a bit more of the earnest kind even with his like that, like the Han Solo slick energy is exactly what I'm talking about with some of the like, yeah. you know, with the yeah. like uh, Thor Ragnarok energy that I'm talking about. But Harrison think, Ford and a lot more of Indiana other Jones. stuff. Exactly. And exactly. that brings me to my point that watching this movie, I'm like, get Chris Pine to take over as Indiana oh. Jones. How much would that rule? What do you like have a casting podcast? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Uh, that's what I want. They've talked about getting like Chris Pratt to take over Indiana Jones. I'm like, Ew. get that away from me. Ew. 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 Um, no, get me Chris P- Chris Pine. It's to me is like that's like the modern day equivalent. It's like yes. that's exactly what I want. I care so much about archaeology <laughs> and I don't know. It belongs in a museum, Diana. It's like that's that's the, that's energy, the energy that he's bringing. 100%. Um and yeah, because he's not as snarky as Indiana Jones, he's as Han Solo, but it's like that him thinking of him as Indiana Jones, it's like in, thinking of Indiana Jones just dropped into a superhero movie where he's just regular, regular guy yep, alongside yep. a superpowered woman. I'm like, that would rule. I'm into it. That would rule. That would yeah. So uh Chris Pine, speaking about meeting Patty Jenkins, said Patty is a pretty incredible human being. When we first met about the part of Steve, she sat across from me and essentially acted out the entire film over the course of a two-hour lunch. She was so specific, so articulate, and so ardent, I would have said yes just for Patty alone, uh, which that's love. Great. I think that's great. Uh, so only two other people uh, for Steve Trevor. 
Liam Hemsworth, who's Chris Hemsworth's younger brother. I don't know anything about him other you than sure don't. he is a Hemsworth. He is. He's a very attractive hunk of a man. He's perfectly serviceable. He's in those Hunger Game movies. He's like one third of the love Skipped triangle, along with the J. Law entire, and uh, Josh Hutchinson. The entire you did. Hunger Games universe, First both one by book good. and by film. First one pretty good. Second one's okay. And then it's just two Downhill from there. whiffs of a film. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First one's pretty. First one's pretty fun. Um, and you got like a. It's just great character I know actors. Patina Miller like, comes in at some point in the franchise, and I'm oh, glad she that, does. Right? I'm glad that, in, like, that the last happened. one. Yeah, but early on, you're getting like Donald Sutherland and Ooh. Woody Harrelson and Lenny Kravitz and Stanley Tucci, and you got like this fun like character actors. You got Philip Seymour Hoffman in the second one. Oh. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, Donald Sutherland's like the main bad guy. It's like delightful just for him alone. I love. I love uh, me some Donnie subs. Uh, but Liam Hemsworth, yeah, it's like he just doesn't have the charisma that his brother Chris had. I'm sorry, sorry, Liam. But nothing I've seen him in, I have been like, ooh, this guy is a pretty good actor. I've just been like, ooh, this guy, he could be a hunk and a chunk. Put him in a chunky sweater. <laughs> He's a hunk and a chunk. Um, and finally, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh. I'm interested. Very different. Dif- very different. But I'm into it. I don't see him usually as that kind of like, um, like what's the- Affable. Yeah, even more than affable, just kind of like the, I don't know, like the daring do that Chris Pine mm-hmm. is bringing to this. Like that kind of, yeah, that kind I'm of I'm an like, adventurer. Exactly. That's why I'm a spy and a pilot. There's just a certain, yeah, the certain levity. Alexander Skarsgård, I've usually just seen, maybe it's because I mainly just think of him as Big Little Lies, yeah. uh, which you is know what, terrifying. You know what it is, too, mm, is that Chris Pine is an American, and Alexander Skarsgård, while he has like spent many years in the States, there's a certain kind of like... Yeah. Which honestly might be easier for non-Americans to act, but there is something just about that kind of like American swagger plus earnestness yeah. that like reads really mm. strongly. We have like I'm an American pilot. That's why he's in great in those Star War Trek II. movies. Like, who, yeah, you you kind of need you need an American to be taken over for William Shatner to be let me swing for in swing in my energy sure, around and where know? it doesn't belong. That, I mean, like I think like if you're if you're trying to think like who has more like kind of natural cowboy swagger than the Americans. Obviously, I'm speaking <laughs> extremely broadly, but then like an australian shall we say you know but but there's also a certain kind of like i mean yeah if this was like whatever if he wasn't playing wolverine if this was made in 2001 with hugh jackman Jackman that's pretty good absolutely absolutely yeah hugh jackman as steve trevor with halle berry's wonder woman that's a movie that i'm sign me up i got my bag of popcorn and i got my giant cup that have halle berry all over them oh man that'd be good (laughs) i can see it i'm turning my cup around i can see you in every pose yes she's got three different poses she needs a better superhero movie than Catwoman. like let's oh halle berry yeah Uh, she was done dirty i mean i get it i get it being like why would i bother doing it again when there's a chance it'll be another bad one like just an abysmal blot in her career you know well it's like ben affleck when he's like after daredevil it's like i'm never doing that again I guess I'll do Batman and the interviews, the interviews where you can see how dead he is behind oh. his eyes, where you, will you see him? Cause he was supposed to then like direct the next, he was supposed to, it was like Batman, be Superman and justice league. And then he's, he's out of there. Right. Cause then he's supposed to direct a standalone one with himself. And the guy just wants to just let yeah. Batman like direct. And he's apparently he's a, pretty good at he's a, it. He's a, he's a, I think he's a great director. Argo, the town gone, baby gone. I didn't see this last one, which was supposed to be not great, but he's directed like three to me, good to great films. I'm like, great live do that go go do that i think he's very good in gone girl i think ben affleck can be used very well Gone girl is a perfect use of everything that we bring to ben affleck and that he brings to the screen like perfect use oh yeah 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 yeah. um but anyway let's keep it going with dr maru aka dr poison amy joe your thoughts on elena anaya and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else okay so i here's the deal 
I, I was really uncomfortable when I watched it the first time and, and I'm comfortable watching it again with the uh, just continuing to perpetuate this like uh, some kind of disability or disfiguration equating to evil equals evil i sure. do understand that they're trying to like it, it's like oh she was like working with too many dangerous poisons and it ate part of her face away but it's just like it's a really dangerous narrative to keep perpetuating and yeah. and i went back and looked at some like comic book stuff of dr poison doesn't look mm, like that nothing like that oh she's weird. in like a like a gown that like buttons up um the collar buttons up but it, it she looks like a cross between like nurse ratchet and like oh and uh oh and like like lot of lenya and dr poison no, that would be great or like lot of lenya and from russia with love like Ooh. more that kind mm-hmm. of vibe mm-hmm. and she's got like a mask she just looks kind of like like a, an eileen brennan character right like yeah. she so what do you think is like the first time that we started doing this captain hook of oh, like I'm, having like someone with like i'm sure it's been uh, richard the third physical hand uh mm, you know like yeah. it's it, it's just like an easy thematic way to establish there's something rotten within the person's soul so we're going to embody it physically yeah which is like i i understand from a writer's perspective wanting to like make something visible to the uh, eye that is like uh, only like percept something you can perceive but it's just like it's bad and we should stop doing it so like yeah, so we that, don't need to ingrain that into children's mind. If you see someone with and, you know, and adults minds who go to see these movies who aren't and, thinking about it that hard, yeah, exactly. Of you course, know, true. no, it's so very true. Very that true. made me very uncomfortable. That has nothing to do with this actress's performance, uh, who I, I think she's she's great. But it's like if if part of your way you're going to stitch your plot together is that she is like insecure about the way she looks, mm-hmm. you don't need someone with like a face half eaten away by poison in order to achieve that. Yeah, like I think most women experience that you know especially if you have your other like main like female in the movie is gal gadot you know like you don't need to you can be a totally normal looking human and that walks in the room you're like oh Oh, i I guess i'm a doctor poison compared to her that's exactly right so i mean i don't know i I mean like this is not who i want for this part at all not and you know but maybe very young someone who is more like a kathy bates kind of thing someone who is like very like in love mm-hmm. with this older general yeah, who really only yeah. gives her the time of day because he's get, he's using her. Someone who then is going to like be susceptible to you know this ch- chunky guy, yeah. chunky, this chunk, <laughs> this chunky, old hunk. chunky Danny old Houston, chunky. No, I was oh, I was Pine. thinking I see, Chris I Pine. It was just a hunk with some medals and a chunky German accent. <sighs> but like, it just there are other ways to to do that without it with it being more like her insecurity is visible rather than oh there's something wrong with her uh, you know um so anyway yeah. uh, but i you know if we're just picking like who are actors i would want to see play a villainous doctor poison type role mm-hmm. give me kate blanchett i mean give me laurie metcalf ooh, you know ooh, laurie metcalf. give yeah. me actually yeah. give me like a, a lot of lenya circa from russia with love like oh, that's sure. that's perfect you know yeah. like if you want to have it someone who's going to be swayed by chris pine maybe having someone a little bit younger who like i feel like a lot of lenya and from russia with love is not falling for <laughs> that but if it's someone who's a bit younger as this actress is, um, Elena, I forgot her last uh, name. Elena Anaya. Yeah. Who, again, I, I thought she was she pronounce. was great. She's not like twirling her mustache, yeah. you know, as it were. She's just really like, I'm focused on my goal. She's doing like, some fun like goal. vocal stuff as well. She's just, oh, for like, sure. Yeah. I, I think it's a very fun. She's, it's such a small role. It's just like, I mean, it's a long movie, but there's just so much, especially because you like, 
the first like 40 you know you're not getting to london until like almost an hour into the film mm. um so it is a relatively small role of how much we actually see of this person but, but she uh, makes a big impact i, I think she sure does i, I think, think she's I great think she's really i and i don't lay the yeah. prosthetics and the choices made totally. by the higher-ups at her feet yeah. Um, I think it's a good enough performance that you don't need that's to hide her face. Exactly with right. Mask. You, know? you don't need to turn her into the Phantom of the Opera. She could also just be like weak because she has ingested too much like weird stuff. You know, there are other ways to communicate that. that yeah, totally. But, but it's a comic book, and I understand what she they're could trying have to do. Have a little do, Darth but... Vader breathing mask. Yeah, people just need. Well, even that is even a that little is dangerous. Still... Fair you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, people just need to think more, more creatively, and not just creatively, but more <laughs> holistically. What the the thing they're making is saying. Sure, I hear you. I hear you. So anyway. Yeah, she was in uh, this Pedro Almodovar movie, The Skin I Live In, with Antonio mm-hmm. Banderas, where she's in, like, a face mask. She's in, like, being held captive by Antonio Banderas, and it's in, like, this full, like, bodysuit and face mask. Mm-hmm. Weird. I mean, it's Almodovar, so it's like, a little right. weird, weird, weird movie. Um, so she was also kind of – I don't know if she was cast in homage to that or if it was, like – what. Right. But that's like the other the main thing she's known for in terms of like american audiences mm. um is that film and patty jenkins huge amadovar fan so i'm sure that helped in her being like well how about this girl sure we'll just keep covering up her face in more films it's also like this is <laughs> this is a, a very attractive woman know, who it's like who I is know. who has seen who has seen <laughs> I love to do something to the ego. Where it's like, why do they I, yeah, keep I love covering my face? In Hollywood, it's like this like very attractive woman. It's like, oh, you, you shall never like you are you're so unattractive mm-hmm. by Hollywood standards, which I don't think is true. You know, right, right. Oh, there you go, Doctor Poison, Steve Buscemi. I mean, there you go. As uh, one actor up for Doctor Poison besides Elena Nayu and also Ava Green, which I mean, she's great, great. She's great. great. And if, when I see her, she'll, she'll do a, a great villainous heel turn in the things I've seen, like stuff yeah. like Penny Dreadful. And um, I mean, honestly, all it has to be is someone who's clearly in love with the superior who's just using her. Like, right, you sure. know, and she'll be know, yeah. susceptible to Chris Pine's advances, you know? Yeah. I've solved your movie. There. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and we have, finally, Queen Hippolyta. Amy Jo, your thoughts on Connie Nielsen and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else? I just have written yes. Um, she's <laughs> gorgeous. She's stunning. She's Danish. We love. Um, I think also it was it was honestly quite smart to cast someone who is not American, who is right. going to be the mother of someone who like is also like so that it explains kind of all of their yeah. soft. I mean, they base everyone was like, okay, we're all just going to do gals for sure. Accent. It's like, yeah, that's what everyone on the island is like. That's that's we're just matching gal exactly, which is I think very smart. Yeah. It's great, but also like because Connie Nielsen is Danish, like it's it's got it shares a lot of similarities as far as consonant usage yeah. with Israeli. All um, right, every, everyone to match uh, our Wonder Woman, we all have to do the whistle tones just like because we've since we've cast mariah carey has wonder woman we all want to make sure that that's that's a thing for that the amazons all do whistle tones i'll do the little whistle notes oh that really tickled me i like that a lot well you're you're not casting necessarily for physical prowess then uh a physical prowess in the vocal cord department um all oh, those vocal cords are going like hey baba who they're just lifting those weights <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Um. Okay. So this is having played Hippolyta before in uh, <laughs> Midsummer Night's in Dream. Midsummer Night's ever Dream, heard of it? Ever heard of Rita it? Read a Shakespeare. <laughs> Read up. Read a Shakespeare, hey. listener. Um. 
you know, this is this is like you're as Hippolyta, you usually don't get to do much. You're like already captured. So I was like, oh, yes, this is great. This is like pre pre capture, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, yeah, like I, it made me think of having watched the national streaming there midsummer of uh, Gwendolyn Christie playing Hippolyta and Titania. I was like, oh, yeah, I see Gwendolyn Christie out here. Like, talk about an Amazon. Like, literally one of the tallest actors working. It's like, if you just wanted to go with, like, Amazon equals tall, then it's like, okay, yeah, we have Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, We have Elizabeth Debicki. Gwendolyn Christie as Wonder Woman? Oh. So you cast, you have to cast the entire island with women that are all, like, six, seven. There you go. That's true. That would be incredible. That would be... Amazing. Just be great. Just, oh, I just love it. So Chris then, Pine and just look it up at Gwendolyn Christie this whole movie. Okay, I love it. This <laughs> means also maybe Hippolyta in this version is played by Janet McTeer. Like we need <gasps> people. Yeah. And Sigourney is, of course, famously also six famously feet tall. tall. Yeah. Elizabeth Debicki, six foot three. Debicki, she's giant. A giant. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I just watched in Tenet. There's a part in Tenet where she's trapped in the backseat of a car and she, it's like she's left by herself and she's able to drive the car. She's able to, she's so <laughs> tall that she's driving the car or she's like trying to unlock the door in the front seat with her foot. And you're like, wait, how, how tall is this person? Very tall. How small I, is this I went car? to a store not too long ago and I could not read something off this like higher shelf and like the line to check out was near where I, where I was and like all the employees were like running around doing stuff and I was like, oh God, I just need this one thing. And this guy in line is like, oh, do you know how getting that? And I was like, yeah. I was just so unused to someone volunteering and he was like not that much you taller being than me. also very tall. I'm six foot, I'm like 5'11 yeah. and three quarters. So I was right. like, the fact that I can't we're reach this pretty is much extremely the same irritating When you're in heels, you are so much taller than me. This guy just like reached up and grabbed it and I was like, like i was just i was like happy and to have it and yet mad that uh, you know that half an inch made that much of a difference anyway it didn't help that he asked you how the weather was down there it was a real (laughs) jerk move you know when we we were uh as a family like moved to colorado from texas and then we came back to like visit for some and my brother had grown a lot Mm -hmm. and he's my brother's six foot four very very tall tall, very tall gentleman and so all these people who hadn't seen us in a couple years talking to us and Aaron said that someone was like you know people asking me how's the weather up there and then someone's like you're grown so much someone ought to put a rock on your head (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that before I said someone ought to put a rock on your head oh a classic anyway all that is to say there's a lot of tall people that I like um but I was like who are people so this is this is my pick that is already someone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it would work, but I was like, ooh, who do I want that has like incredible gravitas and is a queen? I was like, oh, Angela Bassett. Like, oh, yeah. I would love that. Angela Bassett on a horse? Who's she in them? Isn't she um, T'Challa's mother? You are absolutely right. She totally is in Black Panther because she's. <laughs> She's also in Green Lantern, the Ryan Reynolds one, oh which is a big whiff. Ryan in the film. Reynolds is exactly who I would not want in that oh, part. Number one with a bullet of who I do not want as, as Steve Trevor. As, as Steve Trevor. That yeah. is exactly. No, no, no. And I think Ryan Don't Reynolds is good don't at what he does. But that's it. when I'm talking like that slick, quippy thing. That is exactly who I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, no. But Angela Bassett. Say. Angela Bassett as Hippolyta. Oh, love, 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 love. Come on. Yeah. Um, then I was also like, oh, give me like a Tony Collette moment you know like uh, she's just i'm just like i just want yeah. i just want people who i just want to hear talk all the get time janet mcteer janet mcteer would be great janet mcteer she's um, in uh she's jessica jones's mom in that season too jessica jones but oh. i feel like they all don't care as much when it's like 
because I think Alfred Woodard is TV in universe. Luke Cage, but she's also oh. in one of the Marvel films as a different character. So she'd it's, be great too. I was sure. I mean, she's great in everything. But Alfred Woodard. Put, put Alfred Woodard put in more. more. Put her in more. Um, I was shocked to look up the, to see that Connie Nielsen is fifty-one years old. She looks incredible. Because I was yeah. like Connie Nielsen. I mean, a little young of an actor to be casting as Gal Gadot's mom. And I was like, oh no, actually, crap. Actually, she totally could be could that, which is bananas. Be. When I was looking up connie nielsen's age i realize she's the exact same age as shirley henderson who most people know as moaning myrtle but shirley henderson has one of those faces and and not her natural voice but the voice that she uses when she does rp (laughs) which is what she gets cast to do most of the time now she just sounds so little baby tiny baby tiny tiny baby baby. it's me moaning myrtle it's the queen of the army oh it's me i'd love (laughs) Oh, what, not I mean, to leave that, that not... Chris Pine, when he's in like that little healing pool, if just like little Moaning <laughs> Myrtle just pokes her head up, just, that'll get him out of that pool too, sweet. <laughs> that'll get him off the island, no problem. <laughs> Everything else has been pretty weird up to this, but now that there's a ghost child coming out of this healing pool, I gotta, I gotta scoot. Exactly. I also like I mainly know Connie Nielsen. I mean, besides this is Devil's Advocate, yeah. previous episode, and uh, Gladiator, which we realized like between Devil's Advocate, where she's Keanu's like half sister, who the devil. Like, hey. was like, why don't you bang your sister and help create the Antichrist? But then in Gladiator, she's Walking Phoenix's sister, who he's trying to sleep with her. Right. Like, when what you a were specific say- typecast. When you were trying to tell me who she was in Gladiator, because I haven't seen it since yeah. like it came out, you're like, oh, he's Walking Phoenix. She's Walking Phoenix's sister. I was like, oh, the one that he's in love with. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> what what no, a strange a way to be typecast as the sister that weird brothers want to sleep with, yep, yep. or that their devil dads are trying to get the brothers to sleep with. It's like, what a weird thing to have happen twice. What a weird within a few niche. years weird niche weird niche uh but i think she's great in this I, she doesn't really have it feels like she doesn't have a ton to do true i also forgot that i was like oh wow they never go back to that island well because she, she says, says you like, can't but i think she does in justice league if memory serves oh geez i forget i watched that i just watched if that you're movie gonna have rules, and i don't you remember got to break them with very clear well it's that you know like if you leave you can never come home it's like okay but how about i come home because you're house is going to be attacked that seems fair but i thought it was more like you know if you leave you can never come back like i think it's more it's like because you break your mother's heart oh i don't think it was literally if you leave I, or maybe she I like thought it was implied like you know you can't the amazons because... are supposed to protect the world it's like so if you leave you can never come back to your home it's like that feels like a little like okay what are you but what I are think you training more for she's, amazon she's like a god because she's a demigod. I thought it was more like Diana. Um, if you leave, comma you can never come uh, back. I don't know. I don't know. The rules weren't clear. Know. It was just steaks, yeah. steaks, delicious steaks, delicious steaks, uh, juicy steaks juicy were clear. Steaks. Connie Nielsen was supposed to have an hour-long meeting with Patty Jenkins, turned into a two-hour, two and a half-hour lunch because they just got along like gangbusters. Oh, I and I love that. That's this thread: is all these actors were like, I had a lunch with Patty Jenkins, and I was like on board by yeah. the end because she just seems like a rad human being, which yeah. is great. That's sounds absolutely awesome to me and i'm so glad that she's back directing the sequel yes. um i think for this or it could be in taipei kate blanchett turned down a role it just says she turned down a role so it's like and for this version in like 2017 so it was not for wonder it wasn't I like have, she was up for wonder yeah. woman in the early aughts so it was one of the i mean and maybe maybe it's for antiope instead i don't know i have kate blanchett on my list for this dr poison and antiope i mean I of like, course i really just want... actually now talking it through i would guess antiope because that seems easier 
because she's gonna die exactly and like i don't have to be trotted out for like two scene a, a scene in justice league where it's like i don't want to yeah. be doing that it's like i want a the, big splashy role yeah I be, i'm a badass i'm gonna launch three arrows into three different guys all at the same time eat it legolas eat it katniss eat it robin hood and is it because <laughs> is it because <laughs> that's what she's killing with her arrows she's killing no, I, one oh. arrow to legolas one arrow into katniss and one arrow into robin Hood. eat it <laughs> and then immediately get shot um, um and you're done then is you it go because home. she's kate blanchett that she is not bound by the same rules of being in a cinematic universe and being able to go because we were already like well it's Kate Blanchett well I think that this is pre I feel like it was Thor Ragnarok I think I think it was like she turned maybe turned down this because she this was gonna take out, Thor Ragnarok instead oh, this Thor Ragnarok came out like a year later right both yes okay both Wonder Woman and Thor Ragnarok came out the same year so at that point it was probably yeah she, she was like I'm already doing Ragnarok or, or she didn't know yet or maybe yeah. it was up for Thor okay, Ragnarok okay honestly hella much better, better yeah I mean better use also yeah. as cool as Hippolyta is she's not wearing like an antler uh crown this is very true you know? we'll get to Antiope in a little bit um which I think she better not better than Robin Wright but I just mean better, better usage, usage of, Kate of, of Kate Blanchett than Hippolyta would be um but either way she wasn't doing that she was too busy being uh delightful in Thor Ragnarok yeah, so good yeah. so good um, but who actually was up for Queen of Palta? Nicole Kidman, who wanted oh. to do the film but had scheduling conflicts with Big Little Lies mm-hmm. and would later star in Aquaman as Queen Atlanta, right. Aquaman's mother. Which, yeah, Nicole's great. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have not seen that Aquaman yet. I hear it's a ton of fun. I hear she's good in it. So I'll assume that she's, you know, doing also, just fine over there. Didn't she win there. an Emmy for Big Little Lies? She was certainly nominated. Um, I think so. Regardless, Either an Emmy or Golden Globe. I mean, regardless. Also, it seems like she and, and Reese got along like a house on fire and are like yeah. each other's new best friends. So I say yeah. if you find a project where you find one of your newest dear friends for life, that's that's alone is oh, worth I agree. it. So. I agree. I mean, you know, you could whatever, especially with this, you know, you're only in X uh-huh. amount of the movie. It's As like, to, like, okay, you're... we can push these scenes or whatever yeah. to work around. And in this case, you can't. But yeah. I'm sure it wouldn't be let me abandon Big Little Lies, but just how to work around. around to be able to yeah. do both and charlie's was considered patty jenkins approached her i mean mm-hmm. they worked on monster together so patty jenkins approached her but she turned it down and was a little pissed to be just like i'm getting the mom role yeah. you're gonna cast because she charlie Theron is like i think i forget off the top of my head but maybe like closer to like 12 years older than yeah. gal gadot opposed to like i think connie nielsen is like close close like 18 somewhere between 18 and 20 years older mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, it is like Charlize. I'm like, Charlize is doing the old guard. Charlize could still be Wonder Woman now. Yeah. I mean, I get it when she's also supposed to be, because you know, she's also a yeah. demigod. So like, how old is she supposed to be? But exactly. she's definitely, she's pitched because you're seeing her as the little kid in the beginning, this adorable little kid. Like, I'm a little Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm a little Wonder Girl. And then I guess she's supposed to be like, whatever, the equivalent, the demigod equivalent of like early 20s, even though she's probably centuries old. Yeah. Well, also like, well, I don't know, because... Is she centuries old? Because they don't they don't die, the Amazons. I mean they die, but they don't they're, they're I mean, considering that we go from them as like her as a little girl and everyone else is just like a grown woman. And, and then we're like exactly now Diana is a grown woman, everyone else still looks exactly the same. Like mm. I, I don't I mean, they're the Amazons. They've or, been around for before are they demigods i don't know enough about all this i don't know but i think they've been around i mean because it's 1912 is like when the most of the movie is set and so i don't think it was like yeah, oh yes yeah. we all for the gods created us on this island uh in you know 1800s or whatnot it's yeah. like centuries ago so i think that they're just supposed to be, i think i i assume they will live forever on that island until they get shot with bullets from yikes, germans yikes. anyway but yeah charlie's it's like yeah charlie's i want her kicking the ass atomic blonde old guard she is still 
she an incredible still, fight and shape. Yeah, exactly. That is that is a bit rough. Being like, I get that you want. It's it's also Charlize Theron is someone who has been able to work through this period in a lot of actresses' lives, where it's like, well, I don't quite know what to do with you. Uh, you're like not an ingenue anymore, but you're you're not quite the mother yet. Partially because she's really good at action and also really good at acting, you know. So yeah. she's like managed to work through this rough trend a transition that can be rough for a lot of actors yeah so i can see also why that would be like um yeah new no thanks no yeah i yeah and i, I love charlize charlize she's better as is... antiope and you could then say like well she's the much yeah. younger sister yeah 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 the, yeah, the much younger sister to, to hippolyta yeah yeah i could see that yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a it's little weird. You know, yeah. Weird. yeah. But anyway, those were all the characters that I found other casting options for. Uh, but there are a few characters we didn't mention, so I want to briefly touch on them. You got Danny Houston as Gen- the General Ludendorff, who is a real person, which oh, I think is wow. kind of wild. They just took this real guy. Uh, yes, so he, real person, he was ruthless, although not necessarily more so than any other high commander in any World War One nation. As Supreme Commander of the German forces, he authorized the use of mustard gas. So it's kind of that's what they based that off of interesting um, also i definitely have been talking about this like it took place in world war ii and clearly i just oh, did not consider I, this i might have been enough. saying world war ii as well but it's world war one it's, it's one of those it's the great war it's the yes the war to end all wars for sure uh right but uh yeah i just i've never cared for danny houston he's just i give, i want his half sister angelica houston get angelica, angelica houston as houston. ludendorff as this big german like nazi general that's what i want i know i don't know how how accurate they care about yeah being. whatever i mean on the one hand it's like i get making like all these other all characters outside men to her to be like look at all these awful awful men that yeah. just bring war except for dr poison you know yeah um, okay. uh, which i get but yeah. it's i just he's just fine i think he's fine he's perfectly serviceable he's, he's, i just that's don't care the job done it's job done you have like the whole their whole team which i get that this the death is of steve trevor he's the one but mm-hmm. i'm like we're never going back to World War One. We, I think they maybe just wanted some. Uh, my, my point being, kill the rest of these guys. Kill at least one of these guys. Kill off Charlie. You and Bremer, who does he do yeah. anything in this movie? Because this whole thing is like, oh, I'm a marksman with like PTSD, so I can't actually shoot yeah. my gun anymore. Does he actually do anything except sing and have the no, worst haircut? No, but I actually, I honestly liked that they didn't have a moment where he suddenly was able to shoot something and save the day. I'm okay with that, but he's got to do something. He doesn't, he literally is just running along with I them. I think he's more there for, their scope. well, I mean, like he's, yeah, he's to be like, like here's just part of, yeah. Just get binoculars. Got, and you, you could replace this character with a pair, of, a good pair of binoculars you or a telescope and you're good. replace the information of how war has traumatized people, but how, oh, things are lightening <laughs> up yeah. because they sure, say, sure. you know, yes, I, I agree. Right. Um, but yes, you have a uh, side uh, Togmawi, I believe is how you say his name, uh, as Samir. He was, I uh, thought he was great. I thought he, he's very fun. And yes, you've got you, you and Bremer. I mean, he's train spotting. You and Bremer, but he's, 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 he's lovely. Great. He's great. Always, I do like seeing you and Bremer pop up and things, but I'm just like, I was like, okay, sure, sure. And uh, Eugene uh, Brave Rock as Chief Noppy, which uh, I liked this. He said that. Uh, he raised several concerns with Patty Jenkins over the representation of the character in the film about stereotypes and things like that. Everything, everything of that, obviously. And Jenkins responded by giving him like extra creative control over his character, which according to him, he said was quote unprecedented. Wow. So Patty Jenkins just keeps like going up in my opinion, the more I read about her and how she worked with these actors. If you're going to have a native American character in, 
in, like we are working yeah. in the trenches in World War One in Europe. I mean, you've got yeah. There's a lot that's like you need to probably be a bit more sensitive to your Native American actor being like, hey, can we make this not the worst? I know. I was just like, ah, he still got to be the tracker. He's still yes. be the expert tracker. Um, sure. It's like, can't he just be the marksman and you have like someone else as the tracker? Like whatever. It's like, yeah. I, I, who cares? Uh, I had similar thought. We have Lucy Davis, of course, is at a candy. We've already talked about her. She's Love so funny. Her. Loved her since, I mean, I've been watching the, the British, British office, office since it first um, debuted. I think she's on that chilling adventures of sabrina if memory serves well, i don't know not I watched a it. moment but i think she might be i think she's one of the the, the aunts like the oh, two great. hilda and zelda um but yeah she's so funny she's so good uh yeah robin wright as an entire pig queen that's great also someone who i could see uma thurman in 100 for, for now like now you get uma in that role I'm like, absolutely of course uma thurman's gonna be training your wonder woman Little i want uma thurman to train me oh my god i would be i would be i'd amazed. be a disaster what a christmas gift Fight training lessons from Uma Thurman. <laughs> Here's how you, as a tall person, should fight. And I'll be like, thank you, Uma. You also have years of training. <laughs> and I have. Thank you, Uma. Thanks, Uma. Uh, apparently with Robin Wright, it was a three-minute-long phone conversation with Patty Jenkins that consisted of her going, I'm doing a movie about Wonder Woman. Do you want to be her trainer? And I was like, yes, of course. Well, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I See mean, you yeah, on set. It's such a great small role. I, I wish it had more. So much of the role oh. is just this great, like, these fight scenes. She um, has also such great aunt energy of just, great like. Great aunt energy. I know I to do that. But turn the sword and get out of here. This is famously how you are with uh, our nieces and nephews. <laughs> that is the aunt energy you bring is just a lot of talk and take this sword Listen, and get out of here. You could chop off all your hair. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> With this giant god killer sword chopping off your hair. Choppy choppy. We're in quarantine. Do whatever you want with your hair. Chopping off with a sword. I don't care. I always come in with a different hair color and all the all the triplets are all like anytime we have ever oh, visited, yeah. they're like, Oh, I like your new hair. I'm like, thank you <laughs> so much. It is blue today, you know? whatever color it might be whatever color it might be they do like the blue they like the color blue it's true they so ask about that a lot fun. even years later years yeah. later they'll be like and sometimes your hair is blue I'm like you're right been a while been sometimes a while. it's purple also correct yes <laughs> sometimes it's every color under the sun i do my best do your best uh and finally david Thulis, sir patrick sir patrick uh, and aries which this is a hard role to we cast because we you've talked got the extensively about this. You need an actor for the, for the first. He's in like four scenes mm -hmm. or four sequences, and those first three is just like I'm just an old British man with my big mustache and my receding hair, and I've got a little cane, and I'm just a normal old guy. And then yet another I'm example the God of, of like you know someone with a cane is then the big bad guy. It's just like well, you know, I don't consider that seemed to be more to throw you off the, the that's probably track to be like oh well he's not you know he needs a cane to walk he can't be. He's surely this man isn't the god of war, fair, but you fair, need fair. someone to be able to do both. Because if you have someone where I'm like, yeah, if you've got like your Rafe Fines or your Hugo Weaving, it's hard. You're for like, me well, they've to... got to be a bag or they've got to be have more to do. David Lewis yeah. has been in enough stuff, but he still doesn't feel like he's not usually the lead of things. Yeah. The way Rafe Fines can also be yeah. the lead of things. I feel like. I like David Thewlis a lot, so when I see him pop love, up, I'm like, love oh, that, interesting. Love that Lupin. Oh, of course he now is the big reveal of the villain, you know, but right. that's because I know who David oh, sure, Thewlis sure, is. Sure, sure, sure. But again, do our parents know who David Thewlis is? You'd have to Signs tell them to you've seen them in Dragonheart. Dad, don't you remember taking me to Dragonheart in theaters that in 1996? what I would say to my father. Him as, uh, as the king, as the little king? <laughs> I would say that to my dad. Um... 
but yeah, we we had an extensive conversation about like, yeah, who do you cast that like you you buy both versions and of. to me as like the ultimate one that i came up with was patrick stewart sir he's patrick. already called sir patrick and but then that's he someone doesn't even have like, to think about you know oh that's me because probably- yeah him at the end which I, I don't know maybe he just left him looking like he looks and he's just using his little hand powers to whoosh some stuff at her but instead he's got to like the helmet create armor it's and but mm. then once he it's not just armor it's like clearly now he's like a big beefy guy oh, under the armor shot where he's and you see oh, they cut yeah when he gets like kicked out of heaven by kicked out of olympus by zeus just gets yeeted off this cloud and he's like flying away and then they cut to him like on the ground with like a hole in his chest like looking up and he's in it's like they just cgi david thulis's head onto like a big muscle body but he's still he's got that mustache from the beginning yeah that seems that there were certain things like that where i was like i think you can have david thulis do this whole thing if I think you suggested like a full beard and Add, mustache. Because yes, like, I'm like, okay, maybe he couldn't shave his mustache. Maybe he was filming something else. I mean, famously, DC would do the wrong version oh, of this yeah. by CGIing off Henry Cavill's mustache in Justice League, which right. looks atrocious. So it's like, I'm glad they didn't don't CG Give off him his a mustache. Big old, like, yeah, Add, ancient beard, big bushy, great big bushy, bushy beard. beard around the mustache. Then it doesn't for the look old like. Days oldie timey weird you know i speak with a perfectly clipped tapped r rp situation mustache i've never seen uh an olympian god with a mustache not without like a that you you gotta have a big bushy beard if it's a mustache it's gonna be like or big and out of shaven. control or something but it's it's a big yosemite sam mustache yeah, yeah. exactly honestly That's... it honestly if he had the mustache and it just grew bigger once he was aries if the mustache became like bigger <gasps> and like was coming out of the helmet if he had like two little holes in the helmet for his mustache to come out <laughs> now i'm kind of now interested. now, now we're talking about kenneth branagh as poirot honestly better mustache <laughs> for the god of war yeah. terrible mustache for poirot Good mustache for the God of War. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 peculiar. It's yeah. peculiar. Also, if this was made in like whatever, 2007, early aughts, someone who I'm like, oh, I'm just this little government guy trying to help. But really, I'm the God of War, David Bowie. <gasps> I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, like you can't have Alan Rickman. You, you can't, can't have Sean Bean. You can't. You because can't have they, Tim Roth. You can't no. have these guys that you're like, villain, villain, well, As villain. soon as they pop up, you're like, well, I know you're evil. It, it's all you do, Sean Bean. And I love Sean Bean. But as we were saying, like when we watched the movie, I was like, the the problem with someone like Sean Bean is the the least villainous role he's played is Boromir, yeah. <laughs> who is still probably the major antagonist well, of Fellowship. the least villainous role he's played is Ned Stark in Game of Thrones, where you play off that, where... Oh, I see. He gets... He always gets killed. Killed, yes, but that he's the... Such a good well, man, decent man, without a bad bone in his body, and then he, you know he who, still gets killed. You know who you no want, actually. Who do you want? It's, it's someone like Peter Dinklage, who it's like, you know... Love it. Like... That'd be great. You're like, oh, I buy this, Love. like, affable gentleman. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no. You know? I dig that. Um, I dig that because yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the promise. Like, because like you get someone, what you get Jim Broadbent, and you're like, oh, of course, Jim Broadbent is just this government guy. But then like, I'm just gonna be laughing if you see Jim Broadbent as yeah. farmer, yeah, around Jim Broadbent. You know, it's a it's tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah, this like one specific role in the early 2000s version. With this mustache. Yeah, <laughs> in the early 2000s version, this is, and even this is stupid. I recognize this is not the greatest choice, but someone 
like Alan Cumming, who it's like you play on the fact that he's extremely affable, but also can play evil really well. Like the problem is God of War has a particular connotation that just feels like, I don't know that I buy Alan Cumming like doing that exactly. I I mean, it would work better if this was around like Lord of the Rings era, but whatever. Still give it to me now. Give me Ian McKellen, like Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen where it's like, he's just giving you your, your Shakespearean acting You're doing for the, it the end, voice. Yeah. and it's just all that voice. Which Thulis is trying to do. This is a problem I had, and I understand it's a film, so we're doing what we do, but like <sighs> they're across like football fields away from one another. There's things flying and shooting and fire and boom, boom, boom. And, and they're talking to one another like this. No, I know now that the only important thing is love. Then I will destroy you. Yeah, so it's like, it goes from being like, listen, Diana. Like, it's all ADR. It's a voice in our head. And I get that. I understand it. But then it's like, now uh, now and then, they let him be like, lies! You know, and do full Shakespearean voice. And I'm like, give me. Make up your mind. Well, kind of. I'm like, I kind of want to feel that I'm out there with you instead of like, you're inside my head. It doesn't feel... Ah, satisfying. It was a really dumb joke in one of the other DC movies that some people like. I'm not one of them. Shazam with Zachary Levi, where mm-hmm. it's, they do the same thing with Zachary Levi and uh, I think uh, Mark Mark Strong are both like floating oh, in air. Mark Strong, Mark good Strong. choice for this. Yes, but also someone like villain. Yeah, but he's not someone who is so well known, is he? I guess not. Well, he's the villain of a different DC movie, so he's well known enough to be cast in a as your villain in Shazam. I know, but. I, I suppose, but he, it's he's not like. I mean, he's like the villain in the Sherlock Holmes with RDJ. Like he's he's okay. he's not he's not. My my parents won't know who Mark. But Strong I'm is. saying he's comparable I, <laughs> to David Thewlis in sure. like level yeah. of people. Maybe even less so among people who might okay. see this movie because he wasn't in a Harry Potter. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd agree with that. Anyway, so Mark Strong, there's yeah. a joke. Um, they're just floating in air, and they're just like Mark Strong is just like, and now like I am going to. Here's my master plan. I'm going to destroy you, and they cut to Zachary Levi, who's just like can't hear him is he might as well be whispering he's pretty much just he's just like he's just like what i i can't no i can't don't know what you're saying okay anyway let's keep fighting it's bad but i'm laughing because it is legit like could we split the diff and just have it be like i'm i can fill space with my voice because i'm a god but like i it's it's just that it's like they're clearly talking into a microphone like this in a booth that i like can see it and i'm like no you're on a battlefield Uh, you're a god use your outside voice I'm i'm trying to protect my throat and that's why they wanted to cast mariah carey I need someone with the vocal prowess. What a chaps. <laughs> oh, dear. It's really shocking the more I think about it. Mariah Carey. Uh, let's do final thoughts. Final thoughts. Anything we haven't touched on. We've pretty much talked about everyone with lines, more or less, in the film. Uh, is there anything else or anything we didn't? Yeah, I have. I have a couple quick thoughts. One. As I'm watching that entire Amazon sequence and 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 the death of Antiope and all that, I was just thinking about that this is like just a much better origin story than Batman's. But we've seen it in one movie as opposed to how many Batmans are there? Then we've seen it in 38 Batman well, it's movies. Also the problem that so many of these Batman movies, they got to show you Thomas and Martha Wayne dying every I single know they time. died in we Crime know, Alley. We know that Batman's I know died. it. We get Whereas it. I haven't, I you haven't didn't know seen... that her aunt trainer got took a bullet after doing some great arrow tricks. And after taking out Legolas, Katniss, and Robin Hood, like a like a beast. And, and, and it, it is the, the fox 
Robin Hood from Disney's. That's the fun. Yes. That's the one that she killed. Poor guy. Sorry. I love him. Oh, you know what? Actually, it wasn't him. It was uh, Russell Crowe's Robin Hood then, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> Why not Kevin Costner, too? Oh, both of them? Two Robin Hoods Two with the same one. arrow. It's a really long arrow. It goes Oh, there you go. Through. So Legolas, Katniss, you're okay. Instead, she takes out Russell Crowe's Robin Hood, Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, and, ah, sorry, the, the new version, Taron Edgerton's Robin Hood. There we go. There you go. Sorry. There we go. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Robbies. Um, it occurred- Every time, every Robin Hood, we got to watch his parents die in crime alley as well. <laughs> It was so strange that him and Batman have the same origin story. It's bizarre. You wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think it. But, you know, that's how universal it is. That's and that's why why, that's why Robin Hood is like, I'll never use guns, only bows and arrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it also occurred to me watching this movie that I was like, maybe part of the reason I was never into comic books or superhero movies. And I know that this is going to be the antithesis of the reason some people were into them for, for some people. But part of the reason I was never that into them is because it just seems exhausting. So much running, so much like having to be in shape and, and like darting about. You never get to sit in a chair and read a book. And I was like, gosh well what wonder woman diana she she's read a lot of books she's read all those manuals she about has read how, a lot of books. how to have sex how and all many that. books has she read post leaving paradise island this is true fewer well yes but you know she uh, also wouldn't... is immortal so she's had time yes you get i get it i get it. As i'm sure to between like... the events of this film and then the bookend scenes where she's at the work oh she's work read a Louvre. few books she's read a few books you gotta hey, you want to get a job at the Louvre? you gotta read a few books you gotta read a few books you know i honestly and that's the thing the film is actually three parts because you've got all the stuff on the beach which i think is great and then i i kind of want more of her in disguise mm. just like on the streets of london like it, it, of course, it makes sense. You set your film during a war because that's why she leaves for the right. first, you know, the first case. But I kind of want a smaller film. I want her just having these like, like kind of these spy adventures, just like spy adventures. Spy adventures yes. is more up my alley. And for all sure. that is like fun. I mean, that whole scene of her like say, where she's all dressed up with the glasses and, you know, they're fighting the guys in the alley. Uh, and then we get more Lucy Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, Etta yeah. Candy Etta around. Candy. Running around with the sword and shield, which I think is so funny <laughs> oh I'll, I'll take this i'll take that yeah it's so good so good i'm excited for the sequel we can watch it starting when tomorrow yeah and, and you listener you can listen watch you, you, you might have already time you want you watch it whenever you want because you you're living in the future because you you're living because we're back here in, during world war one and you're all the way up there in 1984 hey amy joe jeff what are you recommending this week I know you'll be shocked to hear. It's another podcast. <laughs> uh, some people listen to fewer podcasts in the core. I just find myself listening to even more. <laughs> um, this is a pretty new podcast on Exactly Right Network called I Saw What You Did. And it's a film podcast. And it uh, one of the women who co-hosts it um, is, I believe, one of the programmers for Turner Classic Movies. And then another one is one of her dear friends since, like, adolescence, I want to say. So it's two women doing a film podcast. I believe they're both women of color. And so their their point of views are also just, like, not what most film podcasts are. And the, the conceit is that they do two movies per episode, uh, but they're based around a theme. So, like, one that I listened to that was from a couple weeks ago is uh, on, uh, like, dance conservatory movies. So they talk about – one of them talks about fame, and the other one talks about – uh, step up I believe but it's just it's super fun because then they'll like relate the movies to one another yeah. uh, they're you know some are very well known and some are more obscure but they're just so funny together and it's just a real delight to hear them like 
bring these older movies and compare them to one another in in uh, unexpected ways. And I I don't know. It's really enjoyable. It's called I Saw What You Did. That's great. Jeff. Amy Jo. What are you recommending this week? I want to recommend the 2011 film Hannah. Uh, it's just, just got me thinking of like of another film featuring a badass protagonist that doesn't know like anything about the real world. She's getting raised by like her survivalist father figure, Eric Bana, uh, and decides to like go out into the real world where she's getting hunted down by Kate Blanchett. So you're getting some great Kate Blanchett. You're getting some great, as a villain, you're getting some great Saoirse Ronan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Joe Wright of who did Pride and Prejudice and Atonement. You, so you got a really good director. It's got an amazing soundtrack by uh, the Chemical Brothers. Uh, but I feel like it's kind of underseen. I feel like I don't really see it pop up many places in terms of like lists or like even on streaming services, um, though it might be on HBO now if memory serves. Uh, you also get some uh, villainous henchmen to Kate Blanchett, Tom Hollander, who <gasps> I know you like, Amy Jo. Uh, not like love. I'm sorry, who you love. Uh, so maybe we'll watch some Hannah because uh, you get Kate Blanchett and, and Tom, Tom Hollander, Hollander as a double team va- bad and guys. Joe Wright, like and Joe a, Wright, man, what a beautiful sweeping visual scape he can create, you know? Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, really fun film, very like small kickass film. They did like a Prime TV series reboot version mm. that didn't that looked kind of whatever that came out like a year or so ago. But uh, I I've only seen the film like once or twice back around 2011 when it came out, and I really want to revisit. This made me really want to revisit it for like another like badass woman like just taking out a bunch of people and some more badass uh Kate Blanchett which I'm always down always for Lord. <laughs> and that's what we're recommending this week da, da, da. do you have a movie that you'd love for us to break down the casting of email us at and almost starring at gmail.com and let us know you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at and almost starring and if you want to know what we're doing next week Check us out on the gram or on Facebook. Every Saturday, we will drop what film we're doing next. So until next time, I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Jo Jackson. And thanks for joining us to see who almost starred.